Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 155. Oh, yeah. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What's up, guys? Philip Dassing. What's going on? Fucking Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, Wags. Yeah. So, sorry about the, the delay tonight, but, uh, you know, it's better late than never. Yeah. And uh, so, first off tonight... I was thinking, like, I kind of want to talk about Star Wars because w- with like the, the Last Jedi, I just saw it um, for the first time last night. And where'd you see it? Was it still playing in a theater? No, no. Like, it came out uh, on Blu-ray. Well, oh, like, really? yeah, mm. I, I bought the DVD on eBay and I bought it like last week, mm. and then it's it was like ten dollars and eighty five cents, and it shows up because <laughs> no one buys DVDs anymore. Yeah. No, no, it's probably. I think it's a bootleg. Uh, <laughs> it was like yeah. so. I, I kind of feel swindled a little bit, would, but at the same time, I would imagine if I went in a store, I'd have to pay like probably at least twenty bucks for it. Uh, thirty, think. I would say close to thirty. Really for twenty seven dollars? Yeah, because yeah. you'll get some stupid limited edition, something you know, like it's just not worth paying that much for. But you know, yeah, you better, come yeah, across, you might as well just pirate. Yeah, it. you might as well. You, you did the right thing. Well, I, I didn't go see it in, in movie theaters because I very seldomly go out to see anything in the movie theaters. It's it's. I would like to go out more. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. And then at the same time, it's gotten pricey, and it's like I'd rather buy the DVD and be able to watch it anytime I want for the rest of my life. So like, go, to movie, <laughs> go to movie six, man. I watched it for four bucks. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> no, but Star six. Wars. I saw it. Yeah. What is like, that? So it's like they have a movie theater around. Uh, it's like in the White Marsh area around here, and um, yeah, they they have movies that have been out for like three months. Uh, and it's like tickets are like four bucks. There's also that movie. Have you heard of that movie pass thing? Yes, no. it's great. You, pay, you use it? No, but I, I've heard. I know people say. who do, and it's like awesome. Yeah, it's like five, it's like something like ten bucks a month or something. It it might even be cheaper than that. I think it's on sale right now. But you get you pay that, and you get unlimited uh, movie theater tickets. Oh. So if you can see like. You know, a movie every week, you've already more than paid for it. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, if you can see one movie, you've already more than paid for it. I thought it. it was a little bit more expensive, but yeah, I mean, you or can it, go was to, some, it was something. It was something like that. That's that's a really good deal. Cause Cause back, that's, that's less than the price of one movie. Well, back yeah, like, I, well, I think you have to pay for a year. Like, you pay for a year up front, so you pay like 96 bucks. Yeah. And well, then you get unlimited movies for the whole year. Wow. Like, yeah, like 15 still, years ago, my buddy worked at MovieCo, uh, which is now Cinemark and Runa Mills. But uh, anyway, so he said, like, they only got like eight cents. Per theater ticket sold, and all their money was through concessions. So their their philosophy is now it's just like people don't want to go to movies. So let's just get them in here and buying food and shit. Like, yeah. and that's all that really matters anyway. Right. That's yeah, what that makes sense. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just don't make it out the, to the movie theaters that much yeah. personally. So, anyways, so but I was I was excited to see the Last Jedi. So you know, I thought last uh, last week or a couple weeks ago. You know, I'm like, damn, when's when's the Last Jedi going to come out? So, you know, I looked it up, I saw it, and then uh, it was the time was getting near, so I, I ordered it so I would get it, you know, close to, as close to uh, it, it coming out as possible, you know? Because I, I don't even know where I would go to buy a DVD anymore. I used to buy DVDs at, like, uh, Best Buy, and then now they're gone. <laughs> Walmart. So, I, yeah, have Target, Best Buy. Walmart. Yeah. You go to any of those type of stores, will sell, like, brand new releases. I usually buy stuff online. Like, I've yeah, been doing that, that for a long that's time. That's good, too. Amazon, so, anything. Yeah, so how much anyways, was it on Amazon? No, I just got it on eBay for like ten eighty five free shipping. So, but it was like some fucking bootleg shit. <laughs> it was, but it was it was it was I would say it was of a pretty good quality. It's it, when I think about it, like if I was gonna pay like twenty eight dollars for it, 
or just get what, I, get what I got for yeah. like eleven dollars. I mean, I feel like I did pretty well. So okay, it's uh, you know. Anyway, so what did you well, think? Part of, of me movie? was a little annoyed that it wasn't advertised as a bootleg. So because you know what I mean, I kind yeah, of yeah, you gotta go. But everything sit on through. eBay is really shady. Already, I mean, <laughs> and, it, and it's one of those things. I'm just guessing it's a bootleg because it lo- just looks kind of grainy or something. Not, not like the the picture doesn't look. The, well, the picture doesn't look uh, like a thousand percent great, but it doesn't look bad at all either. I I know I know, you know? I don't know. Okay, so but, you're uh, not even sure if you, you know, got a bootleg or not. Well, it, it, it's it's not like somebody. It's How not, much was it on Amazon though? Like, why didn't you just order it on Amazon? I, I don't buy it's, shit on Amazon, dude. Why do you buy it on I, eBay? I, I've I've just always done eBay. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. weird. I don't all do right, Amazon. Continue. Carry on. <laughs> at any rate, okay. So you know, I think we talked about Star Wars a little bit around the time when it came out, and it's it's like for me, it's like the thing that I've observed, and I'm sure everybody's observed it too. Some people might even fall into this uh, category, mm-hmm. but it, it seems like a lot of people that I know, when it comes to any Star Wars that comes out that isn't the Holy Trinity, they they just get super butthurt about it, and they just like just spend so much time like excessively ragging on every minutia of it saying eh, it was fake and it's like uh yeah it's it's fiction you know it's uh you know I, I can use my imagination to enjoy a movie like i just i just look at it like does the movie entertain me and then when i think about all the star wars movies it, i can at least say that they're all better than at least 90% of the movies that i i end up watching so yeah. it's like I, I don't find a re- I don't find a reason to get that triggered. <laughs> well, I, dude, I watch a lot of movies. I, I own you'd watch I, better I, movies. <laughs> I own probably like fifteen hundred movies. I don't so, know. So I mean, it's good. It, I wouldn't say it was like the best movie I saw in the last like year. I mean, it, it definitely would have made my top five. Yeah. Wow. It, really? I, I watch a lot of movies. Wow. And that would be so, in your top five. I don't know how, but uh, okay. I love Star Wars. I have a Star Wars koozie right now. I'm drinking out of Return of the Jedi, but um, yeah, Star Wars see, is like is like, it, for a while it was like everything to me, and uh, I, it was I don't I never read any like a lot of the books. <laughs> so like I never read any of like the books, but like my cousin did. And my cousin would tell me like everything that happened about it growing up. Like I remember I was such a loser. Like my mom dropped me off at, at uh, when I was in high school. I was 14 years old. She dropped me off at the movie theater at like 7.30 in the morning so I could watch uh, episode 2, Attack of the Clones, by myself <laughs> and in the morning, on, a, on a Saturday morning. The Friday I don't think after I made it, it through out. that movie. Damn, yeah, that movie sucked. Uh, it wasn't I the it. greatest, but I, I dug it. Like, But see, that's the problem. So my problem with Star Wars is the, the last Jedi came out, I just felt like it was... People complain about it had like legit complaints. There was a lot of people like the alt-right, or at least they wanted the... No, that's shit's the people, fucking stupid. Well, I don't. I just think, thought. I mean, I thought it was a great movie. It was just people got mad because there's a lot of like female leads, and uh, apparently that's what they're claiming. But I never seen. I, I I like I'm on a lot of like Star Wars groups, and a lot of people had like legit complaints about it. But when people that would trigger people who are like, "You're just an alt writer. You're just you're just mad because there's women and 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 people of color." And oh, so that's like what a saying. black and guy like, and an Asian girl. Yeah, it was very, John it was Boyega. Very, yeah. It was a little contrived. It was like, okay, we need to make sure all everybody's yes. represented. Yes, and you know? the thing is, is like Star Wars was also about aliens, but there's not really an alien protagonist in this either, which is weird because you in got the that other catfish guy is still in it. Admiral Akbar. No, he's dead. Well, he gets killed in it. Yeah, he gets killed in it so because they killed alert. off. They ca- the, the, no, no. <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, it's, it's your like fault. Admiral Akbar. That Kyle, you're, you're it ruining yet. it for everybody. If you know who, if you know the word Admiral Akbar, you know then 
you probably already know he's dead. So it's safe to say. So there's no spoilers <laughs> here because you should have seen it by now. It's your fault. Yeah. Anyway, but the problem with it was is there were some great elements of of like action and great elements of like politics. I thought it was really cooler. And, you know, where in the scene, like, he's going, they're going through the ship that they stole off the, uh, I forget what the, um, the casino planet was called again, I forget. Um, but, like, they were on it, and, like, they were going through, and, like, the guy, apparently, they were just, they were just saying, like, the guy was selling weapons and ships, like, he was a part of the military-industrial complex in that Star Wars galaxy, yeah. and he was selling weapons to both sides. They That was, like, the one little political Yeah, that and I thought that had. was brilliant. I thought that was great. I was like, that's, I mean, I can, that's relatable. You know, us being, like, libertarians, like, it's something we, we rag on all the yeah. time, and, and it's something I could relate to. My only problem with the movie is, is it was overdone. It was, they had an opportunity to kill off Carrie Fisher in a classy, kind of dignified way, and they, they actually had to go back and do like reshoots just like every movie goes through and it was after she died so they could have taken that opportunity to kill her off in the one scene where she where the ship explodes and she flies out into space instead they made her all of a sudden just figure out this jedi shit and she could just fly back to the ship yeah, that dude. Was really and it weird. was the dumbest no, shit no, ever no, and no, i understand I, there was i a, don't think it was dumb and let me say why i don't think okay, it was dumb dude let me say why i don't think it was done okay so you know carrie fisher is the brother Fucking Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yes, the brother is, is the sister. Her brother is Luke Skywalker. Okay, her <laughs> she's father, gender fluid. Her okay. father she's, was fucking. Did you uh, assume? Did you assume Princess Leia's gender? Yeah. So, How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? I'm just saying. You know, Carrie Fisher, her character, Princess Leia, um, was born into a family with a lot of like the Force power. So I mean, and then it, it didn't seem like like she was ever trained for it. You know, I mean, the, the that I ever saw in any sort of movie, but who knows. Um, but it, it didn't seem like she was ever trained for it. But and I think what you're seeing with Ray, I mean, some people naturally have um, possessed these powers of the Force more than other people. Well, there's more the, I, in in universe. They're Force sensitive. That, that doesn't address Leia. What does Ray have to do with Leia? Well, it's because Leia is born into a family that's really of good with Skywalker. the Force. Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. And not everybody can be a Jedi. So for her to be able to do that in that point to pull some sort of inner power or sense of the Force. You know, I don't really think is is that far out of the realm of Star Wars possibility. Okay, but hold okay. on, hold on, hold on. Let me just jump in real quick. I like the Force is the Force, and but it's not like immortality. Of course, of course, of course, of course. But it's not like immortality. It's not all of a sudden you get magical powers of like being able to breathe in a vacuum with no air. You know, well, like, it created a force bubble around her. There. That she was able to breathe for to is get that back the theory? So that's that's the that's, that's what you're supposed to interpret. Yes, so it, it's symptomatic of a lot of times in the movie where everything but it's just like, goes it's, right. It's a coincidentally, yeah, well, it's a but you a had a chance to kill her off. We Duzak's need a code breaker, and we're gonna get sent into a cell, and the guy in the cell with us happens to be a code breaker. Right. Oh my god! Like, there's a million things that are. It's like, a Duzak. What are the what, odds? It's the du- like, it's the Duzak's machina. It's the you know all of a sudden at the last second someone is saved by something. Yeah, you know, inexplicable like and magical, perfect and perfect coincidence. Yeah, and it's just th- like how many times can you do that in a movie before it's like the biggest well, problem <laughs> I saw with this is it was clear as day that this was a pissing contest between J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson, and Ryan Johnson wanted to undo, literally wanted to undo, and they even talk about it in the movie, like they want to undo everything he did. J.J. Abrams built Kylo Ren's mask. Like, he designed it. He had it. And it's a powerful, scary-looking mask. And it's so, like, the first scene of Force Awakens, I was, you know, where he comes out of his ship. And um, 
like you just see him approach, uh, you know, like just come on stage or, or not stage, but on the screen, whatever. And it's like really like, oh, it's like kind of seeing Vader for the first time. It's kind of cool. And but in learning the second one that, you know, Ryan Johnson just like, yeah, we're going to destroy the mask. You're not going to wear it anymore. Well, no, isn't and, there a scene where he's like, take off that silly yeah, mask? Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of bad. That's kind of funny. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just a pissing contest yeah. between the two directors. What? And Ryan Johnson's <laughs> way more, he does have a lot of social justice, you know, mindset to him mm. that even than J.J. Abrams. And I see, my whole I didn't really get bothered by the. It did social justice. No, stuff. no, because I live in universe when I watch Star Wars. Like yeah. in you, like I spent so many years defending the prequels to people because I really liked them. I grew Damn, up around the prequels. I thought they were terrible. I wow. thought I I defended it. I I lived in universe, but and then so when I see Force Awakens, so there were some things I didn't like, but there was a lot of stuff I was like, this is cool. Yeah, I like thought, I thought you it was have awesome. like Ray is just so powerful that uh, with the Force, she's never had any training, and yet she can do all these fucking things. Like that's awesome. Like that's really cool. And I'm willing. I don't care. If she's a woman. It didn't bother me at all. I didn't care that, you know, like about anything like that. But when I attack The Last Jedi, I get accused of that. I hate women. I just, I can't handle it. It's my white privilege. Mm-hmm. I, Who it's says stupid. this to you? Like, just on the Star Wars boards. Um, there's this thing called Star Wars Hub. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. Star Wars I'm Hub. So fucking <laughs> nerd with it. Not as bad. Like, my brother's in it way more than I, I am of recent. Have you ever been so. to a convention? Uh, no, poisoned. I would love to. Um, <laughs> my brother's a part of the five hundred first. I've wanted to be a part of the five hundred first, which is you know they cosplay like okay. a lot of the stormtroopers oh. and officers. Can, can you explain to me why this fat, slow transport ship, like the star destroyers, couldn't catch up with it for the whole movie? They had eighteen hours. They come out of warp, and then they're like, "We got eighteen hours until they're in range," and they just couldn't catch up. And I'm like, "But here's the thing: they why easily, can't they catch up? They their easily star could destroyers. have have." jumped to hyperspace and went in front of them and stopped and then they could have ca- caught up to them and then stopped them from that way because there's something about the deflector shields i don't know i only also, saw it once also so. why couldn't they just so like the whole they, you know they destroy whatever we're ruining the shit for everybody yeah no there's not really no, it's, it's so, it's down at fucking DVD, dude. so they yeah. so they destroy at the end they destroy the big star destroyer by going into hyperspace right into it like mm-hmm. a suicide kamikaze yeah. thing yes and then you wonder, like, why didn't they just do that with the fucking Death Star? That is a good point. Because um, they couldn't get anybody to kill themselves? I guess. I mean, that was yeah, such I, a, I, a I wonder. I wondered that, too, but I still thought it was, like, fucking awesome. I'm not, I look, it was, I, it was look I'm, I'm tearing holes in it, but I, I still loved it. Like, I, and that's the thing. There's holes in the originals, and people don't want to admit that, either. There's plenty of holes of in course, that shit. Of course. I mean, literally. It's not, it's not, like, supposed to be, like, a, se- like yes. a seamless, like... But here's the thing. Okay, it's the so, fucking hero arc. It's the hero I know. arc. It's a classic There's, mythology. Like I said, you know? I live in universe with Star Wars when I watch it, and I like I experience it. I live in universe, so I can make these. <laughs> I can make these assumptions <laughs> of being like, okay, well, well, you know, this has happened because of this, and oh well, you know, this is kind of what he's thinking in his head. That's why he says this random thing that doesn't make sense. Are, but, are you going to watch the next Star Wars? Oh yeah, of course. Well, because I mean, J.J. Abrams saying, is coming dude, back. J.J. Abrams is coming back to direct the last one, so he's gonna have to. Abrams. No, because Ryan Johnson's fucking sucks. Dude, so, I, dude, I don't know. I mean, I've just seen like so many people complain about like, like I said, every Star Wars that isn't the Holy Trinity, and I'm just so sick of fucking. I know, I know, it, I know. I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like, I spent all they, of my <sighs> my teenage years defending the, the dude, prequels. Even two? That, 
you yes, did like even two? two. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Two so, is one of my probably one of my favorites of the prequels. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So huge, Jesus. huge fucking spoiler I'm about to do. So, <laughs> it, okay. If you're, I, first off, I want to say I think it's ridiculous, dude. If you're complaining about a movie being spoiled like fucking like four months, yeah, it, no, after you have no right theaters, to shut up, get over. After it's already out on DVD, yeah. you, you obviously didn't want to see it that bad. Fuck off, you know. Exactly. Okay. But saying Luke's death, dude, you didn't think that was some like hardcore shit. It was powerful, but it, it was very unnecessary. No, I thought that was actually pretty I, badass. I, I didn't. It was wanna, very I, powerful. I, I mean, seeing it just. I mean, it's not. It's definitely a tearjerker. What moment. do you mean it was I unnecessary? You like you don't think you can you can. I mean, that was something that has like never been done before. That was like. Well, that was some next level shit, dude. That yeah, was some next was, level force. I yeah, mean, was, like who else has been able to project themselves yeah, so. like and engage in a physical battle with somebody yeah i mean you know what i mean like of course like not even yoda was capable of doing that shit but to me my own my own thing is is he surrendered himself to the force that's what obi-wan did that's what yoda did right that's you know so it's one of those things where he didn't have to die but and you notice in star wars especially star wars of late said he surrendered him he surrendered himself to the force yeah and he became one with the force right and it killed and it killed and it killed him yes yes technically he died but my 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 problem with it is is that it we spent fucking thirty years wanting to see Luke in action. We wanted to see how does like you just there were so many pieces that just missing. And then you go and see him, this dude who refused. He saw the light, the most deepest light inside his own father, and was like the most evil man in the entire galaxy. He saw this this little glimpse of light in him and. You almost committed suicide and almost ruined the whole rebellion just to save him and be like, no, I can bring him back. And then all of a sudden, and then in this movie, he he thinks that he thinks that his nephew might possibly turn to the dark side. So he so he go, so he, instant he wants to kill him. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, that that I, part's just, stupid. That part's stupid. You know, it was just such a jump. I wanted to see more of a character arc, more of a you know, like the build of him. Afterwards, like I accepted the fact that he ran away, you know, even though I don't know, there's there's issues I have with the Force Awakens, but I really appreciate it, and I felt like the Last Jedi was. What did you think of um, uh, what was the one that came out? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. The la- the one that came out before this one, not Force Awakens, but uh, the Rogue One. It was, Rogue it was one. fucking awesome. Rogue dude. One was, was great. Awesome. There was another one movie. before. Dude, that, Rogue though. One I thought was better than the Force Awakens. Rogue One was In fact, I think it's the best that's I think it's the best outside of the original well, trilogy. Well, it was a lot of them explaining a lot of loopholes because everyone was like, "Well, how why would the the most sophisticated technology and builders in the entire universe create such a weak flaw in the Death Star?" And that's been the the biggest thing for years. People have always said like it was a big plot hole in the first trilogy. Like how could you have just an exhaust port that is able, you know, something so small that could destroy the whole thing? But in actuality, they they went back in the Rogue One and they're like no, it was done by design. It was right. a sabotage. So it's cool. No, I love that. Like, I thought that was. I thought that. I thought Rogue One was the fourth best movie of the whole. I the really. Whole series. I, I hate ranking. I hate the ranking of it. But I really do love like for Rogue One. Rogue yeah, One's I mean, awesome. It, you know, it's really hard to tough. It's really tough to compete I'm with really movies. Hard. It's really tough to compete with movies that you saw when you were like five years old. It is true. There's the nostalgia aspect, but even like upon rewatching them, you just realize how how awesome they are. And just I mean, like just the the way they're shot, like the it cinematography, was, there was just the acting, the writing, yeah, like it's all good. And then you see like the special you go back and you watch, good. yeah. And then like I mean, I watched episode one when I was in middle school, and so like I should have nostalgia for that too. But I go back I and do. I watch that, 
and I'm like, eh, it's okay. I thought it was awesome. It's good. Todd, Todd, the, uh, annoying, of fates is annoying. Annoying. I mean, yes, like that shit is great. Uh, I mean, actually, episode yes. one I like. Episode one I like. I like I'm more talking one. about episode two. Episode two. I feel like oh, episode two, more which, than I, which is one. like completely forgettable. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I liked episode one a lot, but uh, I thought two was was up from there. You know, the the third one I actually thought was was weaker than the first two for me. I just it lacked you when you know Order sixty six. You really wanted to see it, and it's just so much awful CGI. These dumb planets where you're seeing them killing off all the Jedi. It was just it's just so lacked the depth that you needed. Yeah, for it. I mean, there was some cool stuff with Vader, you know, killing I mean, off the Padawans. I, st- I still made it through the movie. It, it's, I, well, it's like I'm never, okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Num- episode it, two, I can't even make it through it anymore. Well, well, dude, I think I think two to three out of five movies. Kyle's that, on board with me. <laughs> I am on board with that. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm saying probably like like two point five out of the movies out of, out of like five movies that I start watching on Netflix, like uh, I just like turn off after like ten minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like okay. so. At least Star Wars. At least these movies. I I'm, love I'm enjoying Stars. them. I can watch them till the very end. It's. Uh, I just was so just turned off by this movie because it was just, it was just so like all the th- questions we had. I mean, they still can be answered, but you just are hoping to get more of the, of you know questions answered in this, and you just didn't get it. And I felt like the whole plot that Finn and fucking Dumb Rose. The most worthless character in the Star Wars universe since Jar Jar Banks, you know, it's it's so terrible. Her character was so pointless in that they just wasted all the screen time explaining where they went when in actuality they didn't even need to do that at the end. Like their whole purpose on this entire movie was just oh, it's a little you know buddy you know action adventure, and it was just dumb. And her character was so like stupid. Like Finn was about because the whole Star Wars since the reboots and everything else and you notice a lot of it too is is people find redemption through death in star wars like everyone redeems the past mistakes they've done rogue one was nothing but that um you look at obi-wan sacrificing himself after failing to you know you know to everything bringing vader like creating vader essentially what did so, you think about when, when finn was about to like you know sacrifice himself? redeem himself for committing at, almost you know pretty much he watched genocide happen in front of him and didn't stop it and didn't do anything so his redemption would have been to sacrifice himself yeah. for, the, for the rebel cause but instead you got this dumb fucking rose comes out of nowhere and it's like we don't we're not gonna win by killing what we hate but by Saving what we love, dude. I I'm mean, like, you fucking suck. You are a dumb character. I hate you. I hate everything was, about you. Was Rose, the little Asian chick. Yes, she was pointless. So her sister was against so Asians. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Her sister. Do you guys remember that her sister? She's the one. She was on the bombers. Yeah. That scene. She was really hot too. Yeah, she was. And so like she, she, her character was like I was so pissed that I missed out on her character. Yet they show her dumb, the half-witted sister. You know, they, they, expl- they explored her feelings and emotions and her arc. And then she went ahead and just, we need to save what we love. That was the dumbest line ever. And, like, now they're going back to calling themselves the rebel. Dude, you don't want to save what you love, bro? That's not how you win what? wars, man, against the evil. Phil has a lot of, you I told passionate. you. I told you. I've been pent up on this because we, we were trying to talk about it before when it first came up. You were like, yeah. no, we're not going to ruin it for anyone. So when you said you want to talk Star Wars tonight, yeah. I was very into you, this. You kept it quiet when you were planning the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'll put Star Wars on there. And Phil's, <laughs> Phil's just like open up. Because I hated the character of Rose and I hated what Ryan Johnson's decision just to kill off Snoke. For no reason, he dude, he's more powerful than Sidious, and yet for some reason but he, he can't detect, see, he can't detect yeah. a, a lightsaber well, spinning next to him. But see that, ha- see, but I don't that know. Was, I thought that was awesome. It, 
it was awesome, but not if you're considering the fact that he is so powerful. He could connect two people through force visions. He can connect their their existence on the same plane. That yeah, where, but where I, it, I think it also, also showed that, that Kylo Ren was probably more powerful than well, he is. But he's, he's being he held back by Snoke because you know he didn't want to take well, over. That, that's a tip. But see, I don't know. He's not since they're technically I, not. I, Sith, I thought that was badass. They're they're not technically Sith. And so, therefore, the one-two rule doesn't really apply. Um, there's just different things. He's just a dark force entity, entity, and you don't know. I'm sure they can go back and they can maybe have like another, you know, trilogy about Snow. Okay, okay. Well, but like, well, just to kill him off, and be like, really, you built him up so much for this movie that you're just gonna kill him off just like that. And the Praetorian guards suck. They were dumb. Okay, you so didn't explain what's going on with the, you know, the, uh, the what is it, the Ren? Um, there also was like very little nudity. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you know, because that's what Star Wars is known yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just it was just a lot of dumb like stuff. I'm like, this is pointless. Like, there's some really cool stuff. It's, I don't okay, even know if, okay. I want, if I want nudity in a Star Wars. It's like Star Wars is a little Do more you wholesome. See some than alien that. titties. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> no, no. The worst titties. thing. The worst thing is Luke was so powerful he could turn himself off from the Force. Cool, I got that. Accepted that. But when he turned himself back onto the Force and he reconnected with it, why wasn't what? Why did Yoda appear to him and not hmm, his fucking dad, who you know is a force ghost at the end of the Return of the Jedi? Why didn't his dad come in contact with him and say, "Look, you know, your you know your nephew is idolizing my my former self, you know, uh, Darth Vader." You know, like uh, why didn't why wasn't okay, why okay, wasn't okay, Qui Gon Jinn or Obi Wan? Why, why weren't they there? I'll tell you why. Dude, why? Because who does anybody want to see more than anybody? Everybody wanted to see Yoda. Okay, you know, I was I was watching Yoga. that. I was everybody wanted to see Yoda, dude. Okay, was, but I mean, why couldn't why couldn't everyone else be there too? Why couldn't Qui Gon be there? Qui Gon appeared as as a force uh, force light dude, and a voice. See, I was watching the movie and enjoying it. You were watching it and just picking it apart and making it not enjoyable. It sounds like <laughs> no no no. I'm t- I, like I really dug it at first and like I sit after like the next day. I just sat there and just like and you just stewed on it. Yeah, because uh, I'm always like immersed with like Star Wars when I watch it. I'm involved in, it. but it's just my whole point going back. Back to what I was talking about the prequels I spent my entire childhood defending those it's 2018 make a fucking good movie that I don't have to sit there and to defend to people or to myself like make a good movie where <laughs> I'm not having I'm not having to make all these men go through these mental gymnastics of how is to it even possible something. though it is it is because force awakens was I was clearly better to me like that was cool like you went off and you explained you know this this girl Ray she's she's so powerful with the force she is so incredibly powerful that she doesn't even training that she could take on Kylo Ren someone who could make a laser freeze and through the force and he can read your mind through the, using the force like he's so powerful and yet she was able to go toe for toe or whatever with no training yeah, right like, that's not a phrase whatever yeah to, 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 <laughs> is that a phrase okay yeah. toe to toe I mean, is a phrase sorry yeah. I, I get all stuttery when I'm the all... fighters used well, to put their toes like touching like on a line and ah. then you would try to punch the crap out of the other guy yeah I mean good call it's all right, good. so I'm not that dumb I mean, right. okay okay, okay so we, we should anyway, probably, go on. yeah we should probably wrap up Star Wars already okay yeah I can do this all night April Fool's what what is the what is that the worst April holiday? Fools. What is April, April Fools? Fools? That's like on the first day of April where oh. people say fucked up things and then they're like April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been going on for years. Mm. Most of them, most no, of the I jokes don't. people make are pretty lame. It's dumb, in my opinion. It's very rare that you, you see. A you good don't one. like the like the internet jokes, like the internet, like oh, Mark Zuckerberg is resigning from Facebook. Did you yeah. see that shit? Those no. aren't funny. They're stupid for yeah, dollars. Like, I think <laughs> the simpletons. The Mises Institute did one that was like, oh, socialism <sighs> actually is the best system. Ha <laughs> ha ha! You're so like, funny. Oh god, come it's, on. It's so. Can we be, 
get a little bold. creative or clever or something. Just do better. That's all my thing is do yeah. better. I mean, it's just, is there any point anymore? Because it's just so hot, hotly anticipated. No, because like, there's morons who actually believe the shit. Like, they're actually, and, and then, oh. Yeah, but those are the people that believe Onion articles, too. That's true. But here's another thing, though, I experienced last year. Apparently, like, apparently the one thing, I, I remember a bunch of people getting up in arms of the people today who are pretending that they're, uh, you know that they're pregnant or something. It's not funny to people who lost children. And how dare you trivialize my, you know, that mm-hmm. moment? And, and I'm like, seen what? That like, it was. I had some family members who said that. It was. Well, this just, was a real thing, or yes, or an yeah. April Fool's thing. Yeah. Well, they were saying people who who on April Fools use it as a joke to say that you're pregnant when people are out there who can't get pregnant or are trying to get pregnant or who have lost a child through miscarriage. That's offensive to them. Mm-hmm. Who does an April Fool's joke where they say they're pregnant? I've known people who are like, oh man, I found out I had a okay, like, okay. long lost kid. I've seen like five people do it today. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow, it's, that's kind of <laughs> fucked up, dude. It's not. It's just dumb. I, it's I a always, dumb joke. I always just comment, spreading that seed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like they a, say like, hey, everybody, I'm pregnant. Or there's, Yeah, or they'll be like, oh, I just found out I had a kid, man. She never told me. You know, I was a long lost girlfriend. Just dumb stuff that you know is not, you know it's not true. But yet people are like, how dare you? That offends me. I'm offended, so therefore I'm right. And I think both people in this situation yes, are dumb. Yes, yes, That's what I'm trying to say. It's a dumb thing that we keep on doing, and it's like, and it, it bothers me because like I'll wait like it'll be like midnight or something and I'm completely not thinking I mean, about I, April I Fool's really, and the first one thing will come the first article will come out and I'm like oh my god wait I'm like oh no it's April Fool's it's past midnight son of a bitch and I'm like this is so dumb like stop doing this like it is I don't believe anything anyone says to me which is actually kind of fucked up because one of my friends um she announced that she's having a baby today like legit like she had pictures honey everything and I even had like I was still kind of like I even put a comment on there like is it is this an April Fool's joke? Mm-hmm. And like, and so my wife made me take it down because she was like, "Like that's it's clearly not. You're stupid." But I'm like, I don't believe anything I hear today. I don't believe anything. Yeah, I mean, I, actually, like one of the dudes in my band actually posted today that that he's gonna have a kid, and I'm just like, "Fuck," you know. But is it real? Like, it's an no, April Fool's joke. I I wouldn't think it's a joke because he posted a picture of his son wearing a shirt that said "Future Big Brother." Okay, so, so that's probably so. Real. If you brought your if you brought your kid in on it. I mean that would be an awesome April Fool's. It would. Joke. It would be like I love. I'd appreciate the dedication, but yeah, I, mean, I just hate the he, day. He that I feel like that's super white trashy to be like, I'm having a kid. Oh, psych. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a lot of people like, like that. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fucking, I mean, it, it's uh, first of all, it's not even that funny. It's like, oh, you lied about having a kid. Hilarious. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing that I would do. It's like it, it just dawned on me. Like maybe that was a joke, but I don't think it was. I thought it was for real. But it is. It, it's it's probably definitely is for suspicious real. if somebody. But why somebody don't puts it out there in April just Fool's have, Day. just know that I mean, there's way there. more clever, funnier shit that you can do. That's more like sort of. Uh, yeah, get me on a day when it's not it's known sick. for not known for. Well, yeah, pulling pranks like you know, announce it on some other day where you know people aren't. Or you just have it. to like you have to be very good and be able to lure somebody out of that mindset. Like out of yeah. the out of the awareness that it's April first, and then pull something. Yeah, that there's there's some you know things I mean? that like in, like if past. I pulled some kind of prank, like I set up, you know, and then instead of streaming this, we just started streaming porn to everybody, and we got banned off of fucking Facebook. Yeah, that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways. Man, you know what we didn't put on the board? It's like the the huge like Facebook exodus that's going on right now. Was like, that a real thing? I heard you talking about that last week. Or is that just people saying they're leaving Facebook and then they're on 
There's now, a huge uproar well, about it lately. Now, well, well, I have, yeah, fa- I, have <laughs> I have Facebook purity, okay, so I know all. So if, if I gotta you, get that. Yeah, if you, if you go on Google, Google and you type in Facebook purity, um, it, it's basically this like Facebook. It's like, like Facebook uh, for Amish or this Facebook like kind of like. Uh, add-on plug-in or yeah yeah plug-in that that you can you know basically do all this cool shit so anytime somebody either unfriends me deletes their facebook or puts me on block um on blast on block i'm notified (laughs) right away so you know i i I can tell like i can tell a lot of times like uh this is gonna be a triggering triggering post a lot of people are gonna like unfriend me you know and it's like and then uh yeah with facebook security i just like see it right away it's, which I think is pretty cool because it, it's always annoying when you go back like a few months later and you're like, damn, when did I trigger this person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's like, but but now I feel like, you know, you know, and it, it's it's funny to cool because like I look at it like, OK, I'm going to post something that will clean my friends list. <laughs> I had uh, the guy that runs the uh, alt libertarian group um, was telling me that he thinks that Facebook uh, should be required by law not to censor like he's upset because the alt-right keeps getting censored and blocked on there So he's like that should be illegal to be and, and I'm like there should be a law There should be a law. That's the position he was taking. I'm like so Who you're taking um, his name's Benji um, anyway. uh, Yeah, he, he was his position God, where do you know him, dude? Yeah. What's that? Where do you know Benji from? Um, the internet Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind he, of see in all the bird chats no i just kind of know a bunch of people like it's a lot of times like we're like well how do you know that guy and it's just like he's around like everybody knows like matt kunal <laughs> and uh joshua smith and these different people he's just a guy i know but uh yeah and and um you know one thing i'm like so you want this free service that you're not even paying for right. you think is obligated to provide you with a platform for your white nationalist message mm. and it's like they're not you know and he's like, well, it's not fair. They have a monopoly, or they're the only that he was complaining about them, Google, and YouTube. And well, this I is why alt right alt right people are. I mean, Richard Spencer is a socialist. Yeah, that's what people don't understand. Like this guy's just a socialist. Yeah. He's not. There's it's not, he's not a market guy. Yeah, they, no, they are. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's what that ideology leads to right. is a, a controlled society. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was like, I found this article from like 2007 on Forbes and it was like, when will MySpace lose their, will MySpace ever lose their monopoly? You know? Yeah. And it was like, really? things change. Yeah. That's and interesting. I, and we've been seeing people going to the alt-right uses gab, but there's like me, <laughs> yeah. or me, we, yeah. uh, a lot of people are trying to get that going. And I, I think Facebook has gotten too strict lately and it's been well, kicking people off. It's what been about banning see, the problem? The problem Steam I see it, with these mines. other, these other minds, well, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. but the problem I see with all these ones are we're not thinking, we're not thinking, we're thinking about like, what's the next Facebook? Yeah. Whereas, like, Facebook isn't really, like, the next MySpace. Like, it's completely different than MySpace. Like, MySpace was basically, like, <laughs> getting, like, a, a getting like a web page, right? Like, basically, yeah. like, a shitty web page. It I didn't use it, it that much. I just remember picking a song. Like, I could put a music, like, a, yeah, pick I a mean, song. That's could, all I you really basically had a You basically had a... A profile page on the internet that people could look at. So did, was it all the conversations and arguments that we have you on didn't, Facebook? You yeah, you didn't have that shit on MySpace, from what I recall. Like I don't. Like, uh, it was kind of there, like when you post the message or whatever. I mean, it, it existed. You would post just, on your wall, and then other people would see it. Was it the same kind of way Facebook worked? It was kind of, but a little bit more. It was more. 
like your profile driven like it was people had to come to your profile oh and it like, didn't show up in their feed it would there was like a little feed section where it would show up like you could put like a message on like a i forget what it was called actually god it's been so long yeah. <laughs> it's crazy um but like you could put like a message up and like this is the worst day ever and you click on it and then it would be like what you said why this was your worst day ever okay and it was like that and that'd show up in your feed and some of yeah. it was kind of like it was like oh blog. my god great news and then you click on it and then you'd hear about it it's, yeah it was a does blog it still exist yeah, I still yeah. get emails from time to time. Justin Timberlake, I think, was like the o- like the partial owner of it. Oh, really? And was wow. trying to bring it back, but I don't think anybody fucking hopped back on that shit. Because but I- but what I'm what I'm the point I'm getting at is like people are like uh, trying to invent like the next Facebook. Yeah. You know where it's like MeWe. It's like it kind of looks like Facebook. It's not really innovating on Facebook. It's got the reacts. It's got the yeah. Commenting. It's just like okay, you're making a Facebook that's less evil. Fine, like. That's not, but that's not really a competitive edge when it comes eh. down to it. Like, like people want something that's going to provide more value than what they were getting before. So, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you can't beat the price. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, the price is always free. It's always free. My, yeah. my thing well, is, is it free though? I mean, it's yeah. free in in monetary in, in it, dollar it's terms. It's free to like a user, but like if you're a business trying to get your page. Yeah, well, I mean, free is. I'm get, using. Yeah. I'm saying free in the terms of like you pay with your data. You know, yeah. you pay with your. You know, you're giving them all your data and information, and you're right. looking at ads periodically. Right, right. So um, you're 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 pay. It's free in the sense of like the dollar, and they but, listen into what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, but my <laughs> I, my point is just you're selling your soul. Basically. My point is just I'm always is. skeptical about these new like Facebook alternatives because I'm just like you're not. You're not really innovating. Like you're just like, yeah, we're not going to share your data. Well, the idea cool. is they want Facebook without the censorship. That's yeah, what they're I, looking I, for. I, I get it's it. It's like I'm tired of getting blocked off of Facebook. Right. I'm tired and and I'm tired of this. It's progressive, you know, pro- controlled in a progressive manner. And yeah. They, they you know are if YouTube is going to be banning guns, Facebook's probably next. They they may already do it. I don't know. But gun picks and things like that. I've seen people get banned for things where I was like, I have no idea why you got banned there. There's oh, yeah. a whole there's a whole lot list of banned like words. Austin Peterson. I mean, like his thing. He drew a picture of an AR-15 and got banned. Who did? Austin Peterson. He drew a picture. You can't yeah, post a picture drew, of an AR-15. He drew it on a piece of paper and was talking about the giving away a free giveaway. So it may have been for the giveaway, not for the yeah. I don't think it's not for, for the, the picture. The, dude. Hand, I think he was told napkin. the picture. I think he was told because all of his followers were posting pictures of like that. F- of the hand-drawn AR-15, yeah. putting it in like Rambo's hand it's like and stuff kid. like that on pictures and stuff, because they were making it seem like that was why Facebook told him he got banned. It's like I, the kid getting I, suspended I, from school for the pop tart that yes, he bit into yeah. the shape of a gun or something. <laughs> I don't know, that's what he said. I didn't cl- pay that close of attention to it. I just saw like a bunch of memes from it, and then I, I saw his original post, which got, which did, you know, did which you got see? He came out and was like, "I think you know, I want machine guns to be illegal, um, legal." Yeah, yeah, like he came straight out. Like after it was funny because Arvin was on here last week saying the same thing. Like we need to go on, you know, the offensive with this, not the defense. You know, not always playing defense with gun control. So he was so Austin Peters. Like literally that week, he was just like did the same thing. It was like I want all, all assault or uh, automatic weapons legal, and I want you know to repeal the assault weapons act or whatever it was called. It, it's a bold move. I mean, oh yeah, he's getting a lot of media well, attention though. Yeah, he got a lot of attention. He got a lot of media. I don't know how well he it's going to go over. <laughs> you know, in in the wake of the Vegas shooting, which was, you know, the guy had the pump stocks. But I think pe- that would be people's fear. Is like, 
could could this open the door to another mass shooting? Although, you know, I don't know. It wouldn't. It's a it's a liberty <laughs> position. There's yeah. no debating that. Yeah. You know, it's it's pro it's property rights. It's uh your freedom to shoot an automatic weapon. But the thing that keeps that I I see keep getting brought up though in not necessarily in I guess it's in. Anyways, I'll just say what it is. But uh, so Arvin keeps harping on the machine gun thing. And, like, yeah, they should be legal, whatever. But, like, they're not necessarily better, like, just because, like, automatic weapons aren't necessarily better in, in, in a fight than semi-automatic. In fact, right. automatic. In fact, semi-automatic weapons or, like, three-round bursts would be... More precise. But, more we, but we're not allowed to own that. But, yeah, so, the fact right. that we're not allowed to own and, like, if there were situations that called for, you know automatic fire we should be able to use it in that situation mm -hmm. so well, i mean I you understand the ban the gun controller's concern is safety it's like we don't want someone spraying a crowd and killing 60 people and injuring 500 others or whatever i mean that it's just a safety versus freedom kind of yeah debate. well that's what all this you know masquerades. Yeah. that's what it boils down well to it masquerades is, is that i would say i don't know that it I mean, some people, that's the that's, way they think I, about it. I really think that's where they're coming from. I mean, and let, you may have a more insidious thing in mind, like they want to control all of us and take away all our guns and oppress us, but I think that most normal people that oh, are for gun, for, for gun control are thinking, you yeah, know, yeah. we want to stop these shootings, no, so yes, we're going to yeah. ban all guns. Yeah, no, I, I don't doubt, like, the average person that favors... <laughs> Sorry. Shut the fuck up. Sorry, John. John vibes just uh, said. He said, "I called the cops on you He's guys." Swatting us, dude. <laughs> they will be here soon. No, um, no, no, no. Kyle's no. already I'm not here. Saying, right? Like the average, like liberal off the street is like, I want to control everybody. I mean, they don't have control. They're just right. people. They're just thinking, God, but another I, school shooting. We got to do something but the, about. But these I am guns. concerned about the politicians mm -hmm. and the people that fund these movements. Yeah, I'm. I still think. I think it's all driven by safety concerns. I don't think there's an evil motive of... You don't think there's any motive of, like, disarming people? Mm, not really. What do you think, Matt? <laughs> uh, I definitely think there's there's some motive amongst the, the, the powers, yes. But uh, amongst your average, everyday person, you know, I, I don't think a lot of them are, have that motive. No, I think no, it's more I'm of not a, a safety that. concern. But, yeah, um, amongst the powers, I mean... Yeah, I mean, of, of course, your governments would not rather have a uh, armed public, and then they can just get away yep. with more. That's why the Bundy standoff. I mean, it's a clear example right there. They were all armed, and that's why. That's why nothing happened in the middle of the process because everyone was armed. They didn't want a war breaking out. I mean, if you think about it, like if that if they weren't armed, that would have been put down way sooner, easier. A lot it wouldn't of have even got, happened. Yeah, it probably wouldn't even happen. <laughs> but we got back on guns again. I it's a very to, tiring subject. It, I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of burned out. I'm just burned out on guns. I didn't put it on the list this week. I was like, okay, we've, we've beat that's this fine. horse. Well, you put Paul uh, Shooter's wife on here. I that's did, guns. but that's a little different topic. That was because, um, I don't know if anybody heard the news well, story. Uh, okay. Let me go, just go, go into go, it. Go, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, uh, Good segue. the Paul Shooter's wife um, allegedly knew in advance that the guy was going to go shoot up the Pulse nightclub and Florida, and he ended up killing, I think, 49 people. she knew people. in advance. Yeah, so she was charged with obstruction of justice, I, I believe was the charge, and she actually got acquitted this week. So we had a great debate. So why did she allow it to happen? Right. She well, was, a, was she a proponent of just like... But she knew he was consuming all of this Islamic State yeah. material, 
and becoming radicalized. And I believe she knew he had plans to do this. And um, I, I, I didn't follow the trial. So I'm always kind of like, okay, we had a trial. <laughs> they heard the evidence. Like they, they went through this and they decided to acquit her for some reason. Uh, I don't know exactly what that reason was, how she, her lawyers managed to get her off. Yeah. But, um, you know, we debated, does a person have an obligation to report someone to the police? You know, which I think is a good is a good topic. Like, can you be charged for a crime someone else committed because you didn't warn somebody in advance? And if you can, then we say, well, why now? Now you're an accomplice if uh, you don't report somebody for using drugs or any violation. Now you open the door to somebody being charged just because they it, it was it's a crime of inaction, essentially. Yeah. You know, so it's a very slippery slope to charging people for stuff that they when they just didn't do anything. Right. I would say, you yeah, know? I would say no. I mean, like, I guess you could argue in certain scenarios you're abetting the crime, but yeah. I don't know what all the legalese is behind like abetting, whether you have to actually like, you know, make an action of like assistance like, oh, he was. You know, he asked you for some fucking, like, kerosene or something, and, like, you went to the store and bought him kerosene. Yeah. Like... Did you provide any material <clears throat> assistance? Right. Um, and this, but is, this is, is inaction, like, assistance? It's hard to argue that, because you, you're not doing it. You're not, yeah. you know, in, like, Mizizian terms. Like, yeah. you're not doing any action. You're just, I, I just... Your action is... Although, actually, in Mizizian terms, you are acting, right? Because yeah. even in action, yeah. in action, even in action is making a yeah. conscious choice. Right. So, I, yeah. I I felt like she had some uh, culpability there. I I I don't know. I just feel like I mean, it's, I would lock her up it for life, like it, right? Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. lock her up for life. But it's like, okay, forty nine people got killed, and you knew in advance that he was going to shoot him up. Yeah. To me, it's like, don't you have some obligation, either moral or legal, to tell somebody? That this is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some kind of moral, like, you know, outside of um, that maybe necessarily like the non-aggression parts or whatever you want to call it or whatever you want to put out there. But there's definitely something like shade, like just wrong about it, you know? Yeah. There's just and like Maybe she knew and she was supportive of it. Maybe she... I mean, she, that's what she, I would probably she, guess. Yeah. She probably is as Islamic radical as well. Yeah. And yeah. was probably like, yeah, get them. Yeah. That's, that may be the reality of the situation, I mean, I would, but we'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say that maybe she knew and just... I don't know, man. What it's would go tricky, through your head if you knew that and you're just like... Yeah. Maybe she was worried about her own safety. Like yeah, if she See, if tried you're to interfere, a good lawyer, if you're a good lawyer, yeah, you, I'm sure that might have played into yeah. the, you, the ruling. You could she was that. she was in fear. She yeah. didn't want you know retribution from him or like yeah. other ISIS people. Or you, unless you had some text messages, you could just say, "Hey, it's all hearsay." She didn't know anything. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, it's what, probably you, a little bit of that you too. Got, what kind of evidence do you have that she knew in advance? Yeah. Hard evidence because she says, "Hey, I didn't know what he was going to do. I, right. I knew he was reading a lot of books and reading on the internet, but I didn't know he was going to do anything like this." Yeah. So in order to, unless somebody openly admits it, or you have some hard how did, evidence, how, how what was the evidence though? Do we know? I don't. I think they had a couple text messages, but I guess they maybe they weren't all that incriminating. Again, I don't have. I didn't. I didn't. I don't have He's all like, the I'm evidence. Going to the Pulse Globe I, I didn't follow fun, this. <laughs> I didn't study this in great detail. So, yeah. Um, you know, I was more interested in the philosophical question of inaction. Is that a crime? When just because but, you don't report somebody, yeah, I mean, is when it, you know that they're planning on committing. Is there a crime. is there any circumstance where like it is a crime to not 
Like, if somebody is dying on the ground and you don't do anything about it, isn't that technically illegal? I, that's a good question. I well, thought the, it the was. Seinfeld, the si- good Samaritan law. Yeah. Good Samaritan the, that's the how it ended. Finale, finale was the Good Samaritan. Um, what, was that what it was called? The Good Samaritan uh, law. And, and it, yeah, the criminal they, negligence, or I, I'm, I'm drawing I, I, a blank they, on what they called it. I, the only thing I can remember from the episode was the Good Samaritan law. And they were like, what? And they're like, if some, there's a crime happening, you have to make an attempt to stop it or something it's like, like that. Criminal it's like criminal indifference or something. It was like something yeah, it was something like that. Because yeah, they watched the guy get robbed. Yeah, and, and they, they just made fun there, of him the whole time. You know, of course, they got recorded just <laughs> laughing at his misfortune, Yeah, which made him sound like they were like, I think he was a heavy guy. Yeah, he like, was kind of yeah, fat. Look at this fat, sad guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's getting mugged. Oh, jeez. That's a, that's a shame. Yeah, I could see Seinfeld being like, that's a shame. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. You think that there was anything culturally? Like, was he... I mean, do you think he was, like, using her for things? Like, I, I don't know. There's something about it seems like he kind of might have kept her in the dark about exactly his plans. He might have. I mean, it's something in the culture. I mean, does he... Do you think like he would share? I don't know how radical Islam well, is. So, do you think he'd share plans with a woman or you know? The, I, you know I don't know. Well, I think this say, is, I don't know how radical. I think, Islam I, I'm is. not a radical Islamist, so I don't know how their feelings are women are exactly. Is, there's one thing they're which not great, is, dude. They're not great. So that's what makes me think. Yeah, there's lawmaking, but lawmaking can't anticipate every situation that happens, and that's why we have courts and judges who hear the particulars of that case, hear all that evidence, and make a decision based on what they think. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and and so, you know, I guess that in that case, I can't say she didn't. She she was tried. She got her day in court, and she was acquitted. So yeah, she, you know, none so of us they, were so there. So was OJ though, dude. Yeah, so was OJ. He had a good lawyer. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Let's you, backtrack. What is this? What is the religion poly- polygamy thing? It's uh, libertarianism and religion. So Kyle wants to talk about polygamy. Uh, the last two days, I've watched a couple documentaries. Um, one was Waco, which we've talked about, but uh, also two on um, criminal or um, polygamous cults in uh, Utah, where they have the Mormons, breakaway sects of Mormonism that uh, support polygamy. And um, one was more like a, it was more like a mafia family, really. Like they were stealing cars, they were selling drugs, and then the patriarch died, and all the brothers started fighting over who was going to control the family. And they would just like kill people. They call it blood atonement, which is like That's in crazy. order to go to heaven, you let you kill somebody or let their blood, and then that person goes to heaven, you know, because their sins. Wait, it's like a this sacrifice. This was supposed to be like Mormonism. It's a, it's not or it's a sect, a, it's a sect or a breakaway sect because yeah, the uh, official Mormon Church doesn't approve of polygamy anymore. So you ha- in well, this in this like sect slash cult, you have to kill somebody to get to heaven. No, no, that the person who is killed will become absolved of their sins and go to heaven. Uh, so it's, it's so it's justified. Yeah, it's they justified, justify their mind. right? Or and they justify both killing people to let them go to heaven and telling people to kill themselves because it's like you have wrong, you have sinned against the prophet or whatever and a lot of times the leader of these things is set up not just as the patriarch but also as a prophet of god yeah you know and, and so it, it's just the craziest thing but um the other one the guy had at least 65 wives and gazillions of kids he had like had his own town basically and um Damn. And it's all, it's very incestuous, right? So they're always marrying, like, cousins off to, you know, half-sisters and it's and stuff like that. And this creepy. particular <laughs> one, the girl was, like, 14 when they married her off. So it's a lot of, like, 
mm-hmm. um, underage stuff, which is where they started getting in trouble with the law. But um, it was just it was a uh, fascinating to watch and and you know you have to kind of balance your liberty against your laws and control liberty versus authority like how much are we going to allow people to get away with and to let people do because that's kind of a like hey that's your life and i think most libertarians would be like hey polygamy is not for me but it's it, that shouldn't be illegal it shouldn't be illegal to have multiple wives and these people believe in be, being fruitful and multiplying so like they're all about have as many kids as you can possibly have kyle should it be illegal to have multiple husbands i don't think so i mean i'm i'm a pretty much like uh you know sounds like you're all about the uh, marriage and relationships to me are um (laughs) partnership contracts they're they're legal partnerships and it's like i think i don't see any reason why a business can't have multiple partners and i think a relationship could have consenting adults let me say adults can have multiple partners engaged in that and you know yeah but i mean you can't have relationship anarchy can you I wouldn't use that term anarchy. I would just say, you know, freedom, freedom of freedom of contract or freedom of association. And for somebody, if they want to have uh, multiple partners to me, that's that's none of my business personally. So I don't see a reason why it should be illegal. But a lot of people would disagree with me on that. Well, so the only the I mean, I, I yeah, I, mean, I agree with you 100 percent. The only thing that gets a little weird is like when you have cults where it's this shit's going on and, and where you where really have a problem with underage kids. well definitely where it's underage yeah which arvin would disagree arvin would be like hey you know <laughs> they consented so you know but she see, said yes but yeah but yeah, then yeah, you know yeah. in this wait, case wait, like that's the interesting thing about like a cult is like if you're essentially brainwashing people and then we can get into just like what is brainwashing and like we're all brainwashed because we all went to public schools you know like <laughs> well, we like all, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm leading down a slippery slope here but like like just the the raw example of a cult you know you're you're brainwashing people to follow these like just like ridiculous rules and mm-hmm. edicts and well you know you may not want to marry me but if you don't marry me like you're going to hell or absolutely or whatever it's yeah. like is that consent or is that defrauding it is, somebody is it, it is a little bit of manipulation and I, I really thought of that when yeah. i was watching these shows it's like very manipulative of religion in general to tell people do what we say or else you're not yeah. going to get uh absolute you know you're not going to right. heaven and or I mean, you you'll can go extend to hell. that like so you're, outside you're of scaring people right i mean, I mean you're, and you're and trying like, to scare people to control them yeah i mean we don't even have to talk about cults we can just talk about like catholicism mm-hmm. you know like is that like is that moral to like say something like you know if you don't follow these edicts you're going to hell with with no proof, you yeah, know what I mean? And, like, and well, sometimes the people saying that believe it themselves. Well, that's the problem so, that you get into is like it's not necessarily maliciously intended. Yeah, I mean, I mean, by the people saying it. I mean, however, it's like, like but, but if they're just saying something, I mean, is, is there even a morality in that? You know what I well, mean? Well, it's not just it, them like, saying it though; it's them like raising their children to believe that shit, which yeah. I think is like fairly close to child abuse to be honest with you like if you raise your kid in fear of like if he gets a boner in class like he's going to hell like that's that's kind of child abuse in my opinion like the anxiety that you would feel as a as a kid like i mean i you know i mean like, like, what are you saying you're, you're dude? Like, you, very... think, you think kids should have boners in class <laughs> yeah 
Like, 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 if without you, fear. Like, 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 like you should have fearless voters. Fearless voters. <laughs> like, 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 Jared, if you had a daughter, would you want her to go to school in a classroom with with little uh, boys with boners? <laughs> You're getting weird. Like, and th- no, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, it, it's maybe, what? Maybe, that's maybe, not what I'm. I'm not arguing the, about. I'm fucking, just saying that's I'm, not acceptable behavior, dude. Dude, what, what okay, are you even talking, talking about? You're, you're, you're fucking distracting from my point. My point is like you can't. <laughs> it, it is. You can't, it's manipulative. It's manipulative, and it's and it's. I don't know. I think it's near. It's close to child abuse to like say that to a kid. Well, it's this and, one was child abuse. The one I watched the well, show. That's definitely because child abuse, it yeah. was a 14 year old girl, and he was trying to marry her to her like 20 or 18 year old cousin. Yeah, and she hated the guy. And so she was all about the the church and all about the religion and everything else. And then like the the head of the thing was like, and he's a real famous guy because he was on like the FBI top ten most wanted list. He was a fugitive for a long time. Like it's a really high profile case. Was this the FLDS? Yes. Okay. Yes. So and uh, her, I forget his name. He, too. he told her. Sure. He said the only way you're going to heaven if you don't marry this guy. You're not getting into heaven. So okay. That, so she married this guy she hated, and he proceeded to sexually, physically, and emotionally abuse her for three years until she was ready to kill herself. And then the patriarch was like, all right, well, if you want a divorce, you need to do a blood atonement. That's the only way you're getting into heaven, because you can't get a divorce and still go to heaven. So he was trying to get her to kill herself, and she finally went to the police. And oh, wow. she was the one that unraveled the entire wow. thing. Mm. Um, she was the state's witness that was like, I was 14. This is what they did. This is how they manipulated me. And so she was like wow. the star witness in this case that brought down the FL, FLDS. Well, because, okay, so going back to what you're saying, Jared. Yeah. Okay, so when you say, because I'm atheist. I don't, I went to Catholic school, I you know, but my wife is very very religious so wow so telling so telling uh your child well there's god you know the whole hell argument of heaven and hell it's not really taught that way like if you do this you're going to hell i'm sure there are parents that's mostly like but i'm saying going back to going back to that but if you think about it and say as someone else i'm you think that's kind of like brainwashing and like child abuse but also there's also an element to that i tell my child about like the government's evil like i but tell that's him that's a that, true thing but if you believe there is heaven hell you believe that's your truth like that's well, true i understand and that's where so it gets it's weird like, that's what i'm saying there's that's a line it gets yeah. weird yeah so i'm not saying you're 100 percent. i'm not wrong. saying these people are like monsters i'm just saying like like it, it's a weird it's a very complicated weird it thing is. and i'm not saying it like is. like cps obviously i don't want cps to come around and like nah. snatch up yeah. all the catholic kids like, <laughs> well, let me, uh, but i am i am saying like in a you know in our like ideal libertarian society like that's hopefully educated enough to see through like a lot of religious nonsense yeah. um not to like say that your wife's I don't know what your no, wife I believes. Or I, whatever, I, I, I mean, I think it's it not like nonsense you just said, too. Yeah. You just said Philip's wife was nonsense, <laughs> I dude. I mean, I, it's, well, he it's, just said he's an atheist, so clearly he disagrees. Yeah, with I mean, that. yeah. And today, of all days, I'm like, this is really fucking stupid to me. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just, I, I am. I'm not. Like, I, I'm not I, saying I your wife's religion. a child abuser no. or like any like no, anything no, no, like no. that. I'm but I saying, get what you're saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I get what you're saying, but then at the same time, I kind of think like, well, if I keep telling my kid like the government's evil, and like my daughter kind of has like this little panic attack when she sees like police officers, I'm wondering like. Is that causing her the same uh, type I of mean, stress yeah, because she knows? Is. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I'm causing her stress, but, you know, or, but is it, but if I'm well, right, if you though, tell I her, think I'm right. Yeah, you know what I mean? you tell her not exactly. to ride in traffic, you're causing her some kind of yeah, physical so stress when she, when she approaches a road, but that's a healthy stress. 
Yeah, that's but stress that's going to keep her from running into the road. Yeah, of right? course, of so course. So like, you know, having a a, a a rational fear of engaging with police, I, I don't think that's harming your kid. I think it's, I think it's a I rational think, I think thing it's to preparing have. Them. It's preparing them for reality. I think. But if you also want to prepare your child for eternal life, you know, right? So it's the you, same thing, you know. Like if you I believe like, it's I get that it. true, and that's like part of the, you know, that's part of like, all right. We need to continue. I guess we still need to continue to have the debate about like whether religion, whatever. But yeah, so my, I, I didn't want to go this, off on that. I just wanted to kind of yeah, like hit on it because I, I really wanted to go back to the Mormonism thing. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get there, I wanted to say, you know, you say the government is evil or the state is evil, <laughs> and to me, that to me sounds like libertarian. That makes libertarianism sound like a religion. I'm not saying right? I never because the government is that you're great Satan. That's your evil thing. Guess, and you're yes. making a moral, well, it's immoral. a it's sweeping immoral. moral judgment of it, and and it's yeah, like, but it's based on principles. It's it's based on the non-aggression principle. So like anything right, that whereas violates to me, it's not evil because it's a it's a necessary good because I see the state. Um, well, yeah, we have cracking a down on evil evil people evil criminals to me the, but that's your truth that we do so if you tell your kids that and you tell people you know and they get kind of wary or creeped out or kind of like oh god this guy's a this guy's an, an an anarchist you know like oh my gosh like that's stressful you know you know what i mean so it's like going back to something it's like it's not harmful i wouldn't because say you're it's not religious though because religion is based is not based in any sort of like in my opinion like uh so it's a good, fel- good philosophical. It doesn't have a good philosophical foundation for the most part. I thought I thought you were going to say it's metaphysical as well, opposed it's also to metaphysical. as opposed to physical reality. Like the state exists in our physical well, reality, right? We can but see I mean, this like the non-aggression principle doesn't necessarily exist itself in physical reality. Like it applies to physical. It's a concept that applies to physical things. Yeah, and but property. it's not. It's not spiritual. It's not metaphysical. It's not. Right. There's so, a. It's yeah, not it's a different. It's it's government's a different not category. that way either. Though it's a different category. To me, What's government's that? not physical being. It's just a group of people sitting in a room with fancy artwork and well, they're real people, real buildings. But that's I mean, not. They, 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 they don't express the same uh, emotion. It's not like if I, if I touch one on the shoulder, they all feel it on the shoulder. It's it's no. they're all different things. Well, so it's not something physical, one an entity. So uh, that's but like going back, like if I like teach my kids that it's just a sharing of ideals, and if and it's presented to you in a way where it's. If you're just being like that much, what you were saying, like, oh, you're gonna go to hell if you get a boner, like that's, that. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure that's they, not. They don't actually. There are. I mean, there's you, no way they. If say you watch that. people under the stairs, you know there are people like that. I don't watch. I don't <laughs> Wait, know. What that no people, you ever seen that. people under the stairs? No. What is that? Oh my god, that's us. Uh, what is that? Um, who does? Uh, who who did that movie? Is that Stephen King? Um, nah. who was it? Oh shit. Nah, fuck. It's a it's no a famous director. I thought did that or um. Yeah, it is a famous director. God, I forget who did it, but it was pretty much like this religious cult, like weirdos, like they, they had like I mean, this daughter. Actually, actually, I don't think they ever really said anything about religion. They just came off it was as, very, as that it, type of person. It was very implied though, from what, I mean, it's been decades since I've seen it. So yeah. it's, it's, I remember I like, she like, jazz, dude. I think it's probably on that wall. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it <laughs> yeah. is. So, but like, I don't know, just going back to what we were talking about before though, um, I bring us back to Mormonism really like about, about, um, polygamy. Like I've been fascinated by Mormonism. It's something that's like a weird curiosity of mine. Like so much of the fact when I was in high school, a bunch of Mormons came to my door and I let, I let them talk to me about it. Cause I was so fascinated by it. Cause I, I don't believe a word of it, but it's just so fascinating. These rules and how about, 
uh, Joseph Smith and all yeah, these cr- all Joseph it, Smith. It's weird. Like it's weird some of the things they believe. Or yes, and that polygamy. I think they call it a pillar of faith. It's one of their yeah. pillars that of like which was sounds more like a pyramid of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Wes Craven. Wes Craven. That's yeah. right. Wes Craven did that. Thank you. Um, anyway, but um, so back to so like I've been really fascinated with Mormonism and hearing about it and hearing about because it was pretty much like a uh, that's the reason why there was almost a civil war before the civil war with uh, they they were leading troops into the state of Utah to pretty much like eradicate all the Mormons because that's they were having multiple wives and that was a you know, I didn't they, know that yeah look it up like it was about it was, it was almost a civil war before the actual civil war yeah and um culturally it's becoming it, more and more um documented like there's more yes. shows there was a big love on hbo i think netflix ha- has well i watch i watch a show like i'm really into it's because it, like i said it just taps into my morbid curiosity guy? yeah it's called uh sister wives sister wives and it's about yeah. the brown family and it's about this guy he has f- uh three Ooh. wives now and I, yeah i know the show you're talking about and he looks Actually, like four. No, he has four wives. Sorry, he has four wives. And um, he looks like a goofball. To he me. is, and it's it's so <laughs> peaceful. It's so peaceful, like the way they they have it, and they're oh, yeah. like they have kids who are shunned from the Mormon Church, or like some of them are, sh- are like shunned from the church and not allowed to join because of he's a part of like this uh, fundamental group okay. but he's not the flds he's not like them like the people who, you know they're completely different like the women all he literally he had to move to vegas because they were investigating him in utah because utah is so anti-polygamy now because they don't want it to be associated with their religion of mormonism oh, so, so has they, anybody has anybody ever heard of like a mormon libertarian no, that's what I'm saying. I'm fascinated I'm, to I'm talk just about curious. this. I, I would want to have like a Mormon libertarian. Well, most of you the think show. they talk that when they talk, like when they interview people, the government's like their big thing that they're like against because the government's the one instituting these rules. There was they actually showed up at one protest in Utah, even though because they had to move to Nevada, they moved to Las Vegas because they were under investigation when the show first came out, and uh, they moved in like the middle of the night and they went back to Utah because they introduced the law and state law saying that like if you say that you're living with someone is your wife if you're like living with multiple people they say your wife like they can like arrest you and seize your property mm. and shit and they went and protested on the state capitol and they, some of the times they talk like it sounds very libertarianish the way they talk about yeah, the they, government they want freedom from yeah and they want to be allowed to do this and it's a really good like kind of opened my eyes about the whole polygamy thing and i'm sure it's 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 brought it's presented in that light of goodness but like they accept like they have a one gay daughter and they completely accept her for who she is um you know they have like uh like one of their daughters married a catholic and she wanted to join the mormon church even though they're banned from the mormon church yeah. so like she wanted to join but she wasn't allowed but it, it's just like crazy like the dynamics that they go through and they actually live in las vegas and they literally own a court and each wife has a house, and he just goes from house to house to house with all the mm-hmm. kids and everything. It's like, yeah, I saw. He's got like I nineteen saw like kids one or something. Episodes and I, my my jaw was on the floor. I was just like, oh it's my god, it's crazy. And like, I'm, I've just been so fascinated by yeah. this. And I think about like, I think you know, not to speak for you guys, but I, I'm pretty sure across the board, we're you know, this is one thing that you don't have a problem with, and not hurting anybody. You know, like having multiple wives, having you know, gay marriage, anything. It's a like, strange lifestyle to me. It's, I, usually, it's one woman is more than I can. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> right? Um, so now, it's crazy. Well, it also brings up a question of freedom of religion too. And they've, of course, made the First Amendment case and been like, "Hey, this is part of our religion, is polygamy. So, yeah. how can you stop us from practicing what our religion teaches us to practice?" So. It's it's got a lot of, of uh, very interesting libertarian themes in there, and um, 
you know, I just I I also just think the separation of church and state well, that was a big a big thing in history when mm-hmm. that happened because the state or the church was always a powerful political force. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And um, I'll call, I'll say liberalism instead of libertarianism, but liberalism pushed that separation and said, you know, you're yeah. gonna have freedom of religion, but you are not going to control the law. You're not going to set the law. And many people don't like that. There are many people that think that we need religion in schools, that we need religion in our laws, and they want to impose their religion, religious beliefs through yeah, the law. Yeah, there are. I mean, and, but there's uh, also people like Tom we, Woods we to resist that. Who are he's very Catholic, but you know, he's very, you know, obviously like you know, Rothbardian libertarian. Yeah. So it's like you, you see people that dynamic that they believe like I also follow this group on Facebook called Anarcho Christian. And oh really? Yeah, and like they're like God is the supreme law. Like yeah. you wrote fake laws and you worship at the which is I I've always like I I told the story before when I was in Catholic school we we every morning we get up to the pledge of allegiance and my teacher would say like you all right everyone stand up and commit idolatry and here in a Catholic school and I'm like that kind of resonated with me and I've I've always held on to that and I always tell that story. So like I've for always, the pledge of allegiance. Yeah, he'd have, he's like, everyone get up. Oh, and that's like you're idolatry. worshiping a false god. Yeah, <laughs> which is the U.S. flag. So that's what that's oh, what a lot man. of these people talk about. And wow. I'm like, it's true. I mean, you, if you look about, you know, you think about it. Like, take off your hat, stand up, show reverence. Well, don't disrespect respect, it. It's like a know, grave and idol. It's not supposed to be like. But people take worship. It, but people se. take you it say that I way. Pledge allegiance to the flag. That's yeah. That's, that's weird. Dude. It's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. And it's like, and that's why I tell my kids. Like, I'm like, don't. Fortunately, I mean, I, I yeah. Fortunately to, the flag never tells you to do anything, so you don't have to worry about it. It's just an but, inanimate cloth. Exactly. The sky cloth. I'm still waiting for the orders, but... <laughs> but no, it's like one of those things, like, I want to teach my kids, like, look, I don't mind you get up and saying that. I don't want you to cause a disturbance in your classroom. I don't want you to be ostracized by your classmates, because I'm sure it's going to happen one way or another. If you sit, you know, you're causing more of a scene, even though, like, I agree with the scene you'd be causing, but... I don't want you to put through. I was I was so bullied in school. Ha- you've had this conversation. No, I'm saying I want to, but um, I'm also I'm at the point. I mean, the kids are too young. I'm not going to do yeah. that to them. Like they won't understand it. But I'm just be like, your allegiance should be to right now to your family and to yourself. To me, like you should be like <laughs> like your allegiance, like not to some flag. I not, pledge allegiance yeah. to my dad. <laughs> no, you don't have to say it. Like you should. It's just like a weird the thing. Is dads of America, yeah. right? So it's just it's just a weird thing. It's like because I don't want, like. I mean, I feel like growing up, it's just weird. Like, and I go to like a lot of baseball games and it's full of all that bullshit. And I just like I don't want to. I caused a scene once when I didn't take off my hat. Oh, at, yeah. at, I was no, it was at the Ravens game. It was a preseason game versus the Redskins, and I I had my hat on. And this guy got so offended next to me because my brother had to meant my brother was like, take off your hat. And I was like, no, I'm not taking off my hat. And this guy turned around and was like, in this stadium, we take off our hat and pledge, yeah. and, and, you know, and, you know, when the, you know, the national anthem, I said, what is, what does that prove? What is, what is my hat being on do anything to you or to anyone else? And like, I kind of got into it, this guy and I was like. So who really? won? Did you take the hat off? No, I didn't take the hat off, but it caused a scene. And I yeah. don't like being the center of attention causing scenes. So now like. I'll stand up. I usually don't bring a hat to the stadiums just so, to the avoid the subject. And you're good. Yeah, there's also been times that we missed that we missed that like just intentionally just so we're not a part of it. Just because I hate hearing. Uh, I know we're in Baltimore, but I hate people saying screaming "ew" during the national anthem because really? it's just stupid. I like I, it. It's so <laughs> dumb. I hate it. I like it. But I'm also I'm a Washington fan, so it's yeah. like you I have to explain it. for the re- that, for the radio it. listeners in Baltimore. The yeah. uh, Orioles are our baseball team, and it's. Uh, it's not the oh say can you see part. It's later in the song, 
When it's like, oh, uh, say oh, does that, that yeah. star spell? Oh, yeah. everyone screams They emphasize oh. the O oh yeah. in the middle of the I song. I like it. I don't know. It, maybe it's like a nostalgic thing from like being a little kid, being like, I, oh. I like it as well. But I mean, it's yeah. just you know, a dumb thing. It's a for Baltimore. Me. Thing. But like, it's I weird because like. Fuck the national anthem, but also like that's kind of cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, it's, it's a, a weird dichotomy. But it's I also, Baltimore I also yeah. run into people who are like, that's disrespecting the anthem when you say that. Oh, like, and that's that's that's. I a, found me members who say that's that a too. fundamentalist, right? Yeah, there, so like, yeah, I, that's why it, I bring this. It's just a whole like this whole nationalism and this whole yeah. four stuff. Let's like. If you believe in God, then God should be the only one running your, you know, setting the rules and anything else below him setting the rules like they're a false God. Yeah. And it's so I understand. So that's why I really like Christian. Like I follow like uh, pro-life libertarians and ca- uh, Catholic libertarians and like anarcho-Christians. Like I follow these groups and I love hearing their dynamic of how they view all, it through religion. I'm and all it's really cool. Out. Yeah. I'm, I'm in so many groups. Yeah. I can't even keep up anymore. But uh, <laughs> I know that's that's interesting. And so there is like, you know. Um, some overlap because people hear you get this philosophy, and then it has to, you have to incorporate that into your religious beliefs and see if it if it fits. And and usually it it fits pretty well, I think, with most uh, with Christianity at least, for the most part. But I think uh, it can. It absolutely can. You want to talk about um, absolutely killing school boards? <laughs> uh, okay, so Ar- school boards. He didn't say right, killing. He not- said shooting. All right. All right. Arvin made a post <laughs> in MeWe. Um, saying that uh, we I, should, it said bad idea school shootings good idea school board shootings <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I, it was a funny joke and everybody laughed and even you're smiling now everybody laughed I, I'm smiling the way you said it because that's but the way I, he says you it you cannot make those kinds of jokes <laughs> especially when you're a public figure because people take it literally and they're oh, no. like this guy is promoting violence against school boards <laughs> right no, it's, I mean, yeah, if you're a simpleton with an agenda, you know, okay, because you, you clearly don't like him. You said, you know, on here that you want him out. So, I mean, your agenda is you don't like it, so you're using it against him. But it's a joke. And I understand it's not that. I mean, it's it's one of those things that make you kind of cringe, like, oh, man, he's going to get in so much trouble for saying that. Mm-hmm. But so, it's like, and he even admitted to it later on. But, but look, the fact on. that, like, I see Joshua Smith, who I'm, I'm a big fan of Joshua Smith, but, like, seeing him use it as, like, a political thing, like, that's how I found out about it. Yeah, and, and people th- see that as a nap violation, the people that, you know, they're like, well, he's promoting uh, aggressive force against um, public school people you know employees i don't know that school boards are what's their relationship are they paid employees are they paid i don't know i don't know if it's i, I, I don't know okay. if it's voluntary i think I some know. of it might be pay i don't know anyway so he's yeah, promoting yeah promoting violence promoting aggressive violence so they say in that sense it's anti or non-libertarian it was obviously a very controversial uh controversial post anything he does joke. is controversial i mean you could spin it as a joke and be like i was just joking and and that's what he said and that's a bad that down downplays it a little bit yeah, I mean, if he, he had like if he had doubled down on it, then, then you're like, okay, now we're. Now it wouldn't surprise me if he would. I mean, you know, I, I got to be honest. I mean, there was a little bit of me who thought, <laughs> oh no, I hope he doesn't double down on this. <laughs> you know, type of thing. Like there was that one. Here, little here comes your ounce. your nine paragraph Arvin explains <laughs> letter, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> uh, anyway, I didn't really have much else to say about it. I mean, you know, as a, someone who disagrees with Arvin's. Um, the way Arvin messages and also Arvin's belief system. But to be fair I'm to like, Arvin, though, I mean, he did it on, he did it on MeWe, right? Which is like, 
According to it, it all counts. What's that? It all counts. It's all social media. It gets screenshotted and saved on Facebook. Yeah. Sent around Facebook. I mean, I guess not. Maybe not in his defense. I mean, it's still dumb because like he was advertising that he was on Mewe. It's not like he like secretly like made a profile with like a fake name. Yeah. And he was like, I'll just be like a troll on this like website, and no one will know he it's me. He was joking. The like, screenshot even had a laugh in it. <laughs> it even had a laugh in the screenshot. Did it, have, did it have a you know, laugh? The, the screenshot no, of the I'm not even saying had that he wasn't in joking. I'm just, well, saying, yeah, yeah. I'm just I, saying. I'm just saying. It was, did, it was totally obvious. I, yeah. Obviously, it was a joke. Obviously, Arvin doesn't want, you know, want to, like, incite people to just murder school board members. It's not obvious to me. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. I don't know where he stands. Like, he's taking. He's a very radical guy. And uh, I think, he, he I don't did know, man. Write, You need he, to be a little bit more. He wrote, I believe, recently in a post something about how... Um, Shooting government employees shouldn't be a radical libertarian position. That's normal. I'm pretty I sure I saw that. I I'm didn't see sure that. Either. I mean, I guess you could make the argument of like self defense against a cop. This was pretty blatant. I'll have to look it up. I'm yeah, not gonna. I'm I, not gonna I, say, I didn't see I'm that at all. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, like there is there is a way that you could like I'll post very it weirdly the... claim like a self defense position against any sort of like government employee that wants to impose something on you but like yeah well that's why not like just running into a school board and just fucking like that's why anarchy leads to violent it leads to war it leads to war between anarchists and statists wait what would I you mean, call it so if would you gonna, call it faction wars yes it would <laughs> well there's one thing to say that something is justified and then there's one thing to say that something's a good idea yeah but if you think there's, the state is evil and you, the enemy and you're an enemy of the state but and you take that to its logical conclusion why do you not take up arms and start because tactically, because tactically, it's a bad idea. But that's the only reason. It's not for yes, moral that's reasons. The only morally, reason. you yeah, think it morally, would be fine. Yeah, morally, yeah. like yeah, you have the right to self defense. If a cop pulls you over and tries to haul you off to jail, well, I'm just saying. Then yes, you are morally you are morally justified if you choose <laughs> to defend yourself against him. But hold on, let me finish before you jump in. But, but that doesn't mean it's a good idea. Like the Larkin Rose video where he's like, is it okay to kill a cop? Have you ever seen that video? Uh, I read the article. And he breaks it down where he's like, okay, yes. But, you know, according to principles, like, it is okay to defend yourself. It is morally justified according to the non-aggression principle to defend yourself. However, it's not a good idea unless you want to, like, lose your freedom. You know? Yeah. So you have to make a pragmatic decision and, like, I mean, you know, I know, like, I also have humanity where I'm, like, not every cop is, like, a cold-blooded murderer. So, like, killing a cop, not a good idea. You know, there's other vectors of morality that I live my life by that would prevent me from ever doing that. However, um, you know, if, if Arvin was to say something along those lines, I would understand where he's coming from, not necessarily agree with that as far as a tactic goes or or anything like that but you know i get i get the point that he's trying to make if, I, if that's what he said but like the school board shooting like it's hard to, yeah it's hard to justify that there's no moral i mean they're not morally trying to hurt me you know i mean you, yes are they like on the recipient end of like theft yes, yeah but like but it's a so are like fucking millions of americans and yeah like, you know you I, can't just go around just murdering exactly like, like i like know half the population like i know someone who uses apparently the state offers this thing where they they can come in and like test your kids for like if they're on track with like 
men mentally and physically like are you on track and like they'll work with like speech therapy and like the state apparently the county will come out and do it for free I mean, that person's technically using theft money to. I, I I don't. I wouldn't draw the conclusion that that person needs to die for that. Yeah. I, I think it's stupid, but I do. I think they did not know. Uh, if you think about like what you said, your example of, of a police officer trying to arrest you and bring you in. If you think about it as if they didn't have a badge or a funny costume and a title, if someone was just trying to take you into a, a jail cell, a prison cell, or whatever type, you know, wherever, you'd be justified in fighting back. Just because they have a title, I mean, in my opinion, doesn't really matter if you're not guilty of doing anything, violating it. You know what I mean? Like, simple, like, my tail lights out. But we have to take into consideration the consequences where, like... Of course. Where, like, if, like, you know, a a masked man just came up and grabbed you and tried to haul you off and you killed that guy, in most scenarios, like, people would be sympathetic to you and you wouldn't, you know... They wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't go to jail for that. However, in our society, you know, if if you were to defend yourself... You know, if you're smoking weed and a cop's like, you're co- you're going to jail, and you're like, what are you talking about? I'm not hurting anybody. And he's like, nope, you're going to jail, and you defend yourself. Yeah, that's... I. I While you might be justified, morally it's not speaking, smart. <laughs> it's just not a good idea. Like, yeah. You might as well just go to jail I could not die. And, and deal with it. I, Obviously, you I choose not Kyle. dying over a lot <laughs> no, of things. No, I, I couldn't find Arvin's post where I thought I saw him saying that uh, it shouldn't be controversial to use force against the government, but... Um, you know, he did have one where he was like talking about his me we joke, and he was like... You know, I should. Any, any. He, he, <laughs> he was like, "Allow me to clarify," and then he went on to just completely not clarify that it was a joke. <laughs> He's like, "It should be obvious that a joke is a joke," but let me clarify. And then he posted like a lot of stuff that didn't really, <laughs> really make it clear that it, that he meant. No, it he as did a say it there. I it was a quick joke. response. He said it was a bad. It was a joke, a bad one. Uh, and I get it. It was like real quick, yeah. but I'm sure he did do that long post. I didn't see it. He well, loves his long posts. Well, yeah, because he. Well, his. I think his idea is like get your attention with like. The crazy fucking joke or, or post, and then yeah. like, while I have you, here's like nine paragraphs. He's got everybody I mean, talking about him, and he's got everybody talking about his ideas, <laughs> right? And so I mean, you yeah, know, we're not talking about Larry Sharp here. Hilarious. We're talking about Arvin and the crazy thing that Arvin said. I because just, I find it hilarious. He yeah. has like hater groupies. Who was the Who was the vice chair before Arvin? You know what I mean? I don't know. Right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but Arvin triggers people every fucking day. So yeah, so it's like what What is being Alex, edgy does get you? Publicity. Yeah, he's got people talking about shit. And, and but what is Alex Merced going to bring? The edgy shit dude. that Arvin doesn't. Hopefully, good vibes and. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I don't weed, know. Bro. I kind of I kind of struggle with it. Like, what is Joshua Smith going to offer? Then and then. Uh, other than you know, Nick Sarwark. Sarwark. Um, I mean, I don't like Sarwark, I, I and I, I like Joshua Smith. But I think I'm like Smith thinking. is more likable than Sarwark. That's that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know. Sarwark to me isn't very likable. I don't even no. know who Joshua Smith is. But uh, he's running against uh, Nick Sarwark. Who's the guy LB that was getting chair? triggered on Arvin's post? Was that Joshua Smith? I saw uh, a guy named he responded o- to it, but there's another people that are like really. Well, there was a guy named like Oling or something like that. That said he should be like. Well, who was I screenshotting where the guy was like, Oh yeah, you're. Yeah, like, I jumped into the, like, Vibes hit us up, and he was like, yeah, dude, this guy's telling me to, like, go choke on an edible. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Oh, I thought you were talking about and the guy. I was guy. like, all right, I'm drunk enough to jump into the fray. No, there was a guy that said he should be uh, tried for treason. That's well, that was the guy the one that, I'm thinking of. Yeah, that was the one that Bergman was on. Oh, Oling or something like that? Kyle, are you catching a contact buzz over there? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All this tobacco smoke is really making it difficult for me to breathe. No, but um, uh, no, but this guy was like, like, there's this whole thing where everyone wants to call him like a pedophile. Okay. Because 
<laughs> yeah. What, you think he's a pedophile? No, I don't. I, don't. I mean, I really, was just saying, like, okay. <laughs> like okay. acknowledging that I, you were I talking and continue. Yes. Okay. Yeah, sure, Jared. Whatever. I don't know, but it's like this whole thing where it's like, oh yeah, Arvin, like this pedophile thing about Arvin, where it's like Arvin's a pedophile, blah blah blah, because he was talking about like trying to have a discussion about uh, you know age of consent laws. And yes, did he frame it incorrectly? Probably, blah blah blah. We know Arvin's tactics, whatever. But it's like if I jump into the fray, like trying to defend Arvin on a point or whatever. And then this guy's like, oh, so you support pedophiles? It's like... Yeah, well, that's the logical conclusion of removing age of consent laws. Therefore, people, a pedophile would be able to have sex with a child. That would be the consequence of abolishing those laws. Well, that those laws as they are now would not... Abolishing any sort of, like, regulation, be it the market or what whatnot, yes, agreed. But I don't think that would happen. I, mean, I, I like if I, it. It wouldn't be illegal, so I feel like people would then be free to molest children. No, well, it, but he's not necessarily saying like get rid of like every age of consent law. I don't think that was that, his position. I thought it was. Well, <laughs> I don't I, that abolish age of consent laws. I mean, people take that as a not lower them to fourteen, not lower them to ten, just abolish them altogether. So people are saying. In my mind, that opens the door to pedophilia being practiced. Mm. You understand? I understand. Um, I mean, I'm thinking the context of like a free society. Yeah. In our current uh, society. Yeah. Well, that would be a free society because you would be free to molest a child. But you would be free totally to because there's other consequences. Uh, and then we're going to get back into our whole thing of like you need to state well, to enforce consequences. Right. But, that's why, you know, it's so important to have that. That's why that debate underpins so much of what we talk about. Because when we talk about making laws and restricting behavior, right, we get I, into that sphere. I think there's other ways, you know, there's other ways to there's other ways to restrict behavior aside from laws or aside from like a central monopoly on laws, whether that is competing court systems or whatever. But the idea of like there's like one size fits all age of consent law that was arbitrary picked and it's eight well it's not even one size fit all because there's states where you can it's different it's, it's different. different ages in different right. states because there's different jurisdictions right, so right so we, we make those decisions our society makes it a, at a state level right you know so to question to question those laws i don't necessarily think mm -hmm. is like opening the door to pedophilia per se it could like like well okay so you could frame it in a way where it's like it's not necessarily, and I'm not saying I endorse this at all. I, I feel like but, in a lot of ways, like opening like the discussion, because right now there's a lot of victims of the laws that exist. You know, like like if you're like in in 18, if you're 18 years old, and you're a senior in high school, yeah, and you're dating a girl who's like 16 years old, but she's like a junior. Well, you attack that from a. You don't say we no, should I mean, abolish I, I don't think, age I don't of think consent really laws to, to attack that. To attack, but there's I mean, other ways to deal with. You, you there's would, other ways to deal. With, I'm just. I'm just saying. There's a, there's a whole bunch of. Rape laws. There's a whole bunch of right. gray area where the laws are right now. You know, and by gray area, I mean there's like this area where there's it's technically illegal, but you wouldn't want to necessarily send somebody to a rape cage for it. It gets pretty ridiculous. They're not supposed to be rape cages. Rape, rape is not part not of the Not supposed sentence. to be. We're just talking about the reality of it, Kyle. I know. Can the you handle well, the reality? The reality of it, it, it to, in my opinion, it should not be a rape cage, and prison rape should not be tolerated. 
You know, that's not what prison is for. It's supposed to be a punishment. That's what prisons like are you, most famous for, Kyle. I know, and I think I think culturally we need we need to condemn that, and legally we need to condemn it, and I think that needs to change. I is don't that think possible. I it starts with somebody saying, "Hey, that's not what prison is supposed to be about, and it's not cool that men are but being you've already said men that. in particular you've already are being raped that. in prison." Okay, okay, okay. But hold on, hold well, on. I'm let one of the only my, ones only ones attacking thought. that. My thought is, look, I mean. There can be a, there can be other alternatives aside from an age of consent law to prevent things like things like pedophilia. Like there could be not necessarily it might not necessarily be be, be be based on age. Um, it could just be on underarm s- hair. No, no, I just mean like there could be because there there like like Bergman's talking about there there's a there's a difference between like. A sixteen-year-old and an eighteen-year-old and a seventeen-year-old yeah. and a and I think twelve-year-old and like there's all these weird gray areas and it's like, is there another metric on Utah which we can that. judge this shit that isn't just an arbitrary like? Is that the easiest way? Probably, but it also with the ease comes the damage that can occur, where yeah. there's like shady gray areas that, you know, there's a super mature fifteen-year-old. <laughs> like there's a super mature 15 year old that's able to deceive an 18 year old yeah and then I all mean, of a sudden you have this issue and it's like yeah he's it, not he's question, not a pedophile he doesn't deserve to be branded that's all i'm saying for like, the look, rest of his life as a sex offender because he was 18 and he hooked up with a 15 year old right. i agree with you and i and so yeah. there, you just need a window of time where it's like okay they're close enough in age that it's okay but if it's a 15 year old and a 45 year old all of a sudden i think that's to me that's a problem right but so uh, then, it's not a problem to arvin but it's a problem to me but so it, but just, maybe it is a problem to arvin that's what i'm saying like maybe he's not talking about Maybe he's not talking... <laughs> What's that? I said I doubt it. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not going to speak on behalf of Arvin, but yeah, I am going to yeah. say, like... We need to there, Skype Arvin in. I don't think Arvin is a, is a pedophile. Arvin, or a pedophile. Say no, I don't think he is either. And a 15-year-old Arvin, what do you think? You know, we've given him all these age scenarios. I think questioning the age of consent laws is a legitimate thing to do. I, I don't, think it's an adverse effect of what a free society would be. It's not... He's just kind of addressing the underbelly kind of stuff not really thought about yeah no about one was talking aspects. about it at all or thinking about, about it yeah and, and he's kind of pointing and, out like well in a free society you know well, we wouldn't have out these there laws. is thinking about it well arvin is and now well, the libertarian movement is because of arvin <laughs> but otherwise look i'm not saying it was a good society look, was I'm not, not i'm not it, saying look number one i'm not even saying i agree with arvin or that yeah. like or that uh or that it is a worthy topic of discussion. It's not going to increase our odds of getting elected. I mean, in look, my it, no, hold on. It is a worthy topic of discussion. Is it a topic of discussion that's like pertinent to libertarianism in this moment? Not. I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. Um, but I don't know, dude. Whatever. I ready for the next topic? To do. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so I saw this comic on Facebook, and it was like. Um, an older Bart Simpson and an older Chris Griffin. Is it Griffin or Griffith from Family Guy? Chris uh, and Griffin. Griffith. Griffith. No, Griffin. 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 And uh, anyway, Jesse Whitney's calling you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you want to answer it? 
Let me continue. Anyway, so I don't need to get into the whole comic, but it brought up the point that Bart gets choked a lot by Homer, and Homer's like a sorry Jesse and a physically abusive um, dad. Yeah. I should have just stuck with the whole comic story, but it so it's it's like old Bart, maybe he's thirty, and old Chris, he's maybe like thirty two, and they're dating each other, and they're in therapy together, couples therapy, because they're gay, and it, and the therapist is Bobby from King of the Hill, and so they're basically telling Bobby about their childhoods, their traumatic childhood trauma, and Bart is saying, like, my dad was always drunk, he used to, you know, choke me all the time to the point of almost passing out, and he was like, I used to just try to distract him so he wouldn't go after, like, Maggie and Lisa. You know, it was taking, like, a really dark turn, you know, yeah. and, and Chris was saying, like, we used to always just, like, um, you know, brutalize pick, Meg. Brut brutalize Meg, pick on, you know, and, yeah. and tell her she was worthless, and she ran away from home, or something like that, and, and, um, you know, at the end of the comic, Bobby is like, they they leave and Bobby calls his dad and he's like, you know, you were you were a pretty good dad, you know that, you know. But it's interesting to me the fact that these two cartoon families that we've watched all these years, and if you don't think about it, but it's like both of them, both of those dads are very similar. They both drink a lot. They're both kind of idiots. They're both very phys they use physical punishment. Um, you know, there's a lot of physicality in it. And I think we downplay it because it's a cartoon. It's not as impactful. You know, you've seen the Roadrunner get hit by trucks and uh -huh. everything. So it's if we were to see a real life, like, real sitcom, like, say, take Roseanne, imagine Dan starts choking DJ or something. <laughs> People would have freaked the hell out. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it's a cartoon yeah. makes it not as... So do you think that's, like, programming of some kind? I don't think it's programming. I just thought it was an interesting thing yeah. to think about because peaceful parenting, a lot of libertarians are into that nonviolent, don't touch your kids, no physicality with your kids kind of parenting. And it just was interesting to me that it kind of it may uh, numb you a little bit to the idea of physical punishment with your kids. You yeah. just get used to seeing, oh, Bart acted, Bart did something wrong, so Homer's choking him, you know? So, yeah. Um, and I don't know if he still does that. I don't watch The Simpsons anymore, but it wouldn't surprise no, me if that has been subtly cut out. Of I the think show. so. I think it, it yeah. really did. Like I used to like watch. Dude, I love The Simpsons. Like I watched like every episode up until the year two thousand, like at least three or four times. Like I love The Simpsons. And and so, so in eighteen it, years, it's, yeah, it's I've, still going. Right? It's still going, and it's god awful. Like it's terrible. But anyway, um, the, you notice that that kind of stopped after like the mid '90s. That kind oh, of him did. constantly strangling him, and I remember you know, him why you little, you know, why like you, yeah, dude, it was so, why it's you so little. fucking violent, yeah. Though, dude, like and then he strangles him, he's like, it's a cartoon, and <laughs> I know, like, it's like, <laughs> like he, yeah, it's just just to be able to differentiate, and, and there's just no way in 2018 could you have a. A cartoon do that so, on yeah. on a network television show. Well, wasn't Peter still pretty? I oh don't yeah, think... dude. They still like like every episode. Well, I haven't seen a lot of like the most recent ones, but like up to like a few years ago, it was just like straight up, just like shit on Meg. Like every episode. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's just like just treat her just completely like shit. And then there's one episode where she like has like a sort of like a breakdown period where she like just calls everybody out and they just make it apparent like what was what was going on like subtly or not even wow. subtly but like but then it, they just kind of like the re the resolve is just like well, whatever fuck you make <laughs> it's Jeez. Just, yeah it's yeah. really bad dude <laughs> i'm just watching I'm like dude that's ah. 
Yeah. I just, I just think we can do... Oh, well, he gets away with it. Scott McFarlane gets away with it because he's... This a liberal. Huge, so, yeah, huge liberal Democrat. Just well, he gets away with everything. He yeah, gets he away gets with a, like being yeah. racist. And yeah, no, somehow it's okay shit. when he does it. I don't yeah, know. Everything's fine. All is forgiven when you're a Democrat <laughs> yeah. in this yeah. country. Yes. Did you guys watch the new Roseanne? Yes, no, I did. I watched it. Was it good? It was pretty funny. It was just like the original. Like uh, I was saying before the, uh, we started recording, like when I was a kid, I never watched it at all, and it wasn't till like after me. Roseanne's kind of a crazy person. She is kind of crazy. Well, it's like, interesting. She's like, a, she, like she's like a chemtrail person, right? It's interesting that she, I didn't you know, know she had that like rendition of the Star Spangled Banner that she sung horribly on purpose to mock the country years and years ago. And now she's like this big Trump yeah, supporter. Even, if you watch the original series, like like I was able to like because um. I was saying before, like my wife like loved it, and so when it come in reruns, she would watch it. I kind of got into watching, and I kind of like I liked it. So I watched a lot of. I'm pretty sure I've seen every episode now over the past like ten years. So she came off as very liberal, very you know like uh, like poor, like you know like the poor people are getting screwed in this country by rich people, kind of like that type of mentality. You got a lot of that from it but it kind of resonated the fact that in this new in this new series like her and her sister aren't getting along because her sister's this huge liberal and now big democrat yeah and um, and, yeah she's wearing the pussy hat and the um the shirt that says uh for real what um i don't forget what the shirt like pussy punches back or grabs back or something i don't know you know it's like she just came from the women's march or whatever and roseanne is a voted for trump and so they actually it's very very political that way the show they yeah the two sisters have been fighting because roseanne is a trump supporter and and uh, And there's a lot of families that are like that so what's her name becky what's the sister's name so does, does, oh, does, does, does Roseanne Barr in real life support Trump? Or yeah, no? she, she does. does. Yeah, really? I, looked, I had to look that up, and she does support mm-hmm. Trump in real life. And I couldn't believe that the father was he died in the show, and then but yeah. like they just they just they brought him back. Over yeah, that. they literally didn't address it because apparently because the last is she wanted to get out of her contract so badly behind the scenes like the whole last season was like this they win the lottery there's this huge like fantastic there's like a train robbery that she stops oh, wow. I, it, it was so fantastic but then on the last episode you find out she's just been a depressed sitting in her basement writing oh. a novel or writing books and writing this whole thing and she explains that so this like, was, she was like a that, Dallas thing where it was like it was all a dream kind of it was like she was like yeah no Dan Dallas? died when he had a heart yeah, attack wasn't that how Dallas ended I don't know how Dallas that? ended that way no I just know like it's it's one of like the most obvious like shitty writing things yeah. that ever happened was like kind oh. of. Mm-hmm. But this was kind of done like it, it was kind of unique because we thought, like everyone could kind of see like she was just trying to get out of her contract, yeah. but she kind of ended it really depressing. Like when Dan had a heart attack in the actual series, she uh, apparently he survives it. But apparently, like what you what your belief from the final episode of Roseanne, I think in like 1997 or eight or whatever it was, like you find out he did die from that heart attack, and she was kind of in a depressed writing phase. She went into the the basement where Dan set up, like in one of the first. They few won the lottery, like, didn't they? they well, that, apparently was that, that was was that all that was all part played of the, to be a fiction. Yeah, that but was thought, a fiction. I thought they did a whole season where they they had did the whole last season. The she was like she was just trying to get out of her contract, and so yeah. she was writing stuff that would kind of tank it, so they'd. They would, you know, cancel the show, and uh, she was—I guess she was one of the writers on it. So I, t- I th- from what I remember, I could be wrong. The sister's name was Jackie, by the way. Jackie, it that's came, right. Jackie came yeah. to me. And um, yeah, I thought I thought it felt very much like the old show. Oh, absolutely them, was. Like, absolutely, Dan, they haven't really aged that much. I, Roseanne I, has it. Dan definitely got it old, you know. Yeah, uh, but I, I can't believe that guy's still alive. I mean, I thought he would have probably had a heart attack. John Goodman, Jack yeah, Goodman in yeah. real life, but he's just such a badass, dude. Um. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, what else happened in there? Oh, the one girl wants to. Um, I did. I deleted it. Right, anyway, the older sister wants to um, be a surrogate mother, yeah. and Dan is angry about that. He believes that you know, if you have the baby, it should be part of our family. Yeah. So they had some drama with that, but I, it, it I just, I guess the only thing I really wanted to say about it was it seems like they're going to go into a, a left versus right kind of political but i mean and the thing direction. is americans resonated with it because they said at 18 million views the first the first episode of the new scene which is incredible considering that the the time slot the, yeah. the what what channel is it on ab uh cbs or abc i, I forget know. i think it's cbs i watched it on demand hmm. i forget it's not a you know it's not like a csi no, or something mm-hmm this is this is cable television or oh. um you know network television network so tele- yeah. so it's so it got like 18 million views the first night so which is crazy because that broke like a lot of records I, I, I would people doubt were that all that, pissed off about although it. people always loved that show right I mean it, it used to be like, I mean it lasted for 10, 10 yeah. years so you've got a fan base they'll they may they may tune in for the rest of the season not probably not at that high a level but it may it may keep an audience hmm. anyway yeah so. Good. I th- think that's that's probably about it for tonight. Unless you guys Sweet. wanted to talk about crypto did, real quick. I no. did want to ask Kyle a question. Okay. Ugh. Did you ever get thrown out of a hall or something while holding a red balloon? Yeah. I, I never did. heard the story. I just, sorry, I saw this today. I wanted to ask you. Yeah, I was at, uh, it was a Rand Paul event, and um, it was it was over. Um, people were kind of filing out, but I, you know, I went through a lot of, um I don't know transitions in politics, like <laughs> from um, to be being an ANCAP and then a minarchist, and uh, I had always been thinking that we were going to have an inflationary uh, issue where our currency would de- de- decline in value, prices would skyrocket, and everything like that. And um, this one day, I was reading this stuff, and it was right around the time that I switched from ANCAP to minarchist, but I got the idea that you know this is a debt bubble and we have a, a credit bubble and that a deflating credit bubble it's deflationary and it would be a depression much like the great depression where we would see the stock market implode housing prices implode skyrocketing unemployment just a major major depression and so i had this balloon that was like you know all these different wars were adding air to the balloon that was our debt bubble and credit bubble and um you know and it subsequently has grown and grown and grown and the idea is if this bubble collapses we are going to have another great depression so i was at that time very convinced that that was going to happen very soon i mean ron paul was out doing commercials saying like we are going to have a collapse very soon i don't know if anybody remembers those commercials but um yeah i just i went there and it was at, after the, Rand was done, he was gone, people were leaving, but I did, like, I was like, you know, listen to me, this is what I think is happening, and that was like, I was like, this thing is going to explode, and I, it was so stupid of me to do it, like, I, it's like my biggest, literally my biggest regret in life is uh, this impromptu speech that I gave trying to, t- to warn people about our debt, <laughs> our like debt bubble. Of, what are those end, end, end yeah, times, end of guys. times, guys. Yeah, exactly. We are all going to uh, die. You know, I would say <laughs> I, now. I still uh, see that threat. I still think that we could have a bond market collapse, stock market collapse. Um, I, I still see the potential for a major depression, but I've just, I've kind of... Um, 
it's it's not as imminent i think maybe to me anymore i'm not like oh my god this is gonna the sky is falling overnight and i've kind of like just i've been like all right you can't shout at people this kind of stuff you can't (laughs) you don't want to be the preacher this fire and brimstone guy and then it doesn't happen and then you really look like an idiot you know so i I really regret my decision there and i i still talk to people like when i'm invited if i'm invited to speak somewhere or like on the show i get to come and talk about my views happy to do that and i i don't speak out of turn or interrupt people or shout at people or anything like that i learned my lesson you're very polite you're you're a gentleman kyle but yeah i i they were like (laughs) the gentleman state i was escorted out kyle i would like to say that you are gentleman af Thank you. Yeah, I was escorted out, and uh, you know, I learned my lesson, and and uh, I, 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 I think you have even a contact though the event buzz, was over. Dude. I still regret um, trying to speak somewhere where I wasn't invited to speak. Yeah, you know. And so uh, I, I, the reason I bring it up, the reason I bring it up is because I saw a picture of it today. <laughs> yeah. And what year was this? What? Uh, 2015. So it wasn't that long ago. Okay. But oh. uh, it's coming up on three years now, and. Uh, the, the picture was in the Baltimore Sun uh, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. with coverage of the Rand Paul event. It was like a protester. It just said my name and was like, you know, warmed about U.S. fiscal policies. And um, I, I, I regret the incident, but I mean, well, what sorry for bringing up the, the biggest regret of your life on. <laughs> Thank you. you. Live and you learn, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to ask. I, I, I was not in a good state emotionally. I was in a panic. Uh, I was really, really panicked. Um that you know collapse was right around the corner collapse was imminent and i was I mean, just like it was are like, you resentful to like ron paul at all for like instilling no, that in you no i mean i think there is a element and it's it's like agora financial that whole um organization they really promote this sort of they promote gold they promote crisis they promote it's it's kind of fear-mongery type investing it does yeah. come off you know way. and um so there is something to that, but I think Ron Paul really believes that we have problems. And when I look at the financial situation in the U.S., I can't disagree with him. Yeah, I can't yeah. be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this guy's crazy." What is he looking it's at? It's just I mean, hard to say. Twenty like, trillion when debt. it's going to happen. Right. That's the well, problem. twenty yeah. trillion in debt plus sixty trillion in unfunded liabilities with no discernible way to pay for it, and you're running trillion dollars. What is an unfunded liability? Yeah. Social Security, Medicare okay. owe all of this money to all of these retirees. Yeah. There's nothing in those funds but IOUs from the Treasury, which is already borrowing money just to keep functioning itself. So yeah. you've basically got a debtor who's deeply in debt <laughs> is the, the one that owes you the money to pay. So the, the money's not there to pay for it. They're going to have to borrow additional money to pay all these retirees, the Social Security and Medicare payments. So it really could turn into a financial meltdown. So I, I, I don't disagree with Ron Paul in that regard. Like I... You know, is it irresponsible to kind of go on the television and say like our entire economy is go- is going to collapse? Yeah, it, it kind of is. You could be promoting it's it is fear mongering. Yeah, panic to, inducing. But it's panic inducing, and and um, you know, I I couldn't handle it. I overloaded. I just had. A, I really did have a panic attack, and like I w- didn't sleep for like four days before that incident, and Jesus, I was Jesus, just in dude. a. I was <laughs> well, in a state I feel of like a dick. <laughs> fear. Yeah, I really was in a state of just shock, and I I was like, you know, I I I don't know. But dude, dude, wow, man! <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's when you went from like ANCAP to like 
like uh, minarchist faggot. That, it was yeah. It was a little before <laughs> that. Um, I it, it kind of I had a whole bunch of like uh, revelations or epiphanies myself. Just I was like, you know, okay, I think ANCAP is the wrong track. I think we do need the state. And I was in that kind of camp where the state was the great Satan, the state was evil. And then I went from that to being like the state is the foundation of society. That that 180 was like, at the time, was like seeing the Matrix or whatever. Like it was just mind-bending for me because I was so deep into ANCAP and like Rothbard was my guru and everything Rothbard said was right. And, you know, I really believed in that stuff. And to reject those beliefs it was like changing your religion or or you know the way people have where they they grow up catholic and then decide that that's all bogus and and become atheists or something so it was a life-changing sort of moment for me and then i had other revelations as well one was like you know uh, the nazi party came to power in 1930 in 1928, they got on almost none of the vote. Then the Great Depression hit in 29, and then the party came to power in the 30s because Hitler had predicted the Great Depression. He had said that this was all phony growth, the Roaring Twenties, it was all going to fall apart. And so he looked like a prophet, and that really helped him ascend. He blamed the Great Depression on the Jews, whereas we know from our Austrian economics that it was U.S. central bank policy that inflated the Roaring Twenties bubble, and uh, and then that obviously pop that led to a worldwide depression and one of the consequences of that was that the nazis came to power in germany with their nationalist platform so to me that was like holy crap you know that that was a big Wait, didn't you know that before no that... i didn't know that they i didn't know the timing i didn't know that it uh... was it was immediately following the depression and i thought that mm -hmm. his position was um but it wasn't I, but hold on to, to to completely blame his rise on that is is wrong because there was also they had their own deflationary period after or inflationary period after yeah, the Weimar Republic. after the Weimar Republic fell after basically because of World right. War One. I. I thought it was the I thought it was after the Weimar in hyperinflation. I thought that that was his oh look at this disaster and blame and that it, on and you're the saying Jews, it wasn't they, no no after Weimar then they had they had a booming economy in the twenties. Just like everybody else. Everybody else had the Roaring Twenties. Germany's economy did very well in the 20s as well. So it was mm. not... He wasn't. He didn't get in power because of uh, the Weimar hyperinflation. It was later. It was the German Roaring Twenties, essentially, that that collapsed in 29 when the U.S. stock market collapsed. And then in 30, after that, that's when they got 18% of the vote. And then 32, they got like 35% of the vote. And then, um, you know, Hindenburg, I think it was, was appointed him chancellor. And yeah. then he changed the law to make himself dictator. Right. So, But the whole point was, I thought he came to power because of Weimar. He actually came to power because of the Great Depression. Hmm. Interesting. I, did, I, thought it, I always thought it was Weimar. I did, too. That, that was incorrect. Mm. I mean, so, I don't think that would like completely blow my mind. <laughs> We're on the, like, well, it was it was not shit, just but, that. Yeah. It wasn't just that. I'm just fucking with you. Well, I it did feed into my fears that I was already having at the time of a depression leading to a a so social chaos, but also the potential for it to lead to a dictatorship because. What happens is people, a lot of libertarians think, oh, it's going to be an economic collapse. It's going to be very good for us. What actually Not, happens no. is people turn towards authoritarians yeah. who have the loudest voice who say, I can f 
fix all this. Someone like a Trump, but maybe even more Bernie Sanders, uh, more extreme, <laughs> you know, or they blame it all on capitalism and they say mm. this shows that the free market doesn't doesn't work. It's unstable, so we need a planned economy that won't collapse like this. And in their desperation, people <clears throat> go for that. They go for that knight on a white horse that promises all the solutions and promises to take a strong a, a strong control of the situation. And that that's why that that can lead to um dictatorship so i had a lot of fears swirling around in my head at the time and like i said it wasn't helping me so no. <laughs> anyway yeah All so right. i think that's that's, that's, pro- it. that's, that's probably it. about it for this week um yeah so we we have a, a patreon now and uh some people have been uh helping out you know pitching in yeah it's uh, patreon.com slash punk rock libertarians um we've got a bunch of uh Special content on there that's only accessible uh, from Patreon contributors. Yeah, actually, we, we do an after-hours program. Yeah, we have two of those up right now. Um, I guess probably not going to record one tonight, but... I, I'm down if anybody else is, but... I can't. Um, but if anyone yeah, else can, yeah. We actually, might have I, might, I might be able to get somebody else over here tonight anyways. Oh, so, shit, dude. Yeah, well, I've got some shit in the works. Some thought. I've got some shit in the works, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's going to go on tonight. Yeah. If not tonight, in the next couple of days, but I think it's going to happen tonight. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so we've got that going on. Um, we've also got t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a 10% discount. We also are always accepting articles at thedailyliberator.com. So if you have something to say, we've provided a podium for what you to say. It. And until next time, live free. We're done. That is shed. Stretching the flags on the tax bombs and red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You suffer the truth, then bring them home. Ah, believe the jokes. We'll do the best for you. And I believe the we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights With the virtuous person Fully comprehends the non-aggression principle The violence of the state becomes Absolutely